You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Yo, 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 it's Michael. Yo, yo, what's <laughs> up, my dude? What's up, my dude? <laughs> Don't make it sound like I'm not here. I am here. Oh, yeah. Also, Jamie. Wow. Truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly do outrageous. Do you realize how outrageous I can be? Look, last podcast was already outrageous enough. We don't need to do this again. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to argue, even no. though you were wrong. He is, yeah. he is, he is soft. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> The argument continues. <laughs> For those that don't know what we're talking about, please go back to our last podcast. It was a pretty epic showdown. <laughs> by epic, I mean I got trounced by Michael and Jamie. <laughs> An argument that didn't even matter in the long run. What? But this week we're back, and we're going to be more outrageous this episode, because now we're going to be talking about something that we hate. Well, luckily Jamie didn't see it, but me and Michael hate it. Yes, <laughs> with a fiery passion. I mean, that's what happens when you, you know... Like, single out another podcast member, and you both go on your fucking date, and that's what you get. You were working. You were working. You guys could have waited until today, which is... Well, we got the opportunity to shout out to... Uh, well, we're talking about Transformers last night, people, if you can't tell already, or from the episode title, but <laughs> we got, you know, at, shout out to Allied Marketing, the nice people over there that, you know, they work with the Transformers people to give us tickets there. We had a great time. Me and Michael went to the theater, and uh, remember what the place was? Uh, no. Wow. <laughs> we went to the theater in New York, and guess who was there as a special guest? Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, I said guess. You didn't let me. Oh. S- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, guess who? I didn't know. <laughs> it was Fabulous. I guess you can check our stories online, but yeah, if you check our stories, we saw Fabulous. We also yeah. didn't know who he was. <laughs> plus, so. plus, that was free. I'm not paying to go see Transformers. Yeah. I would have been so pissed off if I paid to see Transformers. Yeah, so thank you for the opportunity so. again. But yeah, <laughs> spending cold hard cash for that movie. Yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been so mad in Which, movie theater. They probably, they probably did that on purpose. Gave us a great head. Pillows and popcorn. Well, they because they, so they nice. knew the movie was going to be shit. They gave us complimentary food. They gave us uh, drinks. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little bar kind of area. I think they knew what they were doing. You know, That's they're like, they're going to be mad. Yeah, it was cozy. So it was a nice. probably should comfort them as much. <laughs> it was as swanky. We, we got like the, the VIP Transformers treatment. Yeah. Oh my. Short of getting a massage at the end of the, <laughs> the, end of the movie. It was like, it was great. But then, you know, that's because the soften the blow yeah. <laughs> while you're watching it. Did it work? It softened the blow. It did. Because I was comfortable in that chair. Yeah. That was, was like the one positive. The one positive was our movie going experience. But everything else, I miss the days of Shia LaBeouf. I'm going to say it right now. Shia, come back. I'm just saying, like, I get the movie was really bad, but I still wish I was there just to shit on it. Because I can't even shit on it. I haven't watched it. Trust me. We're going we're gonna to sell it to you when we go into our review. And we're gonna. I want you to tell me if you're sold to go see it or not. Did you enjoy the last movie? 
You didn't even see it, did you? No, I didn't even watch it. Oh, you people don't even have a point of comparison. I've seen all the Transformers <laughs> movies, and somehow this was the worst. <laughs> like, absolutely the worst. When Shia bowed out, that's when I bowed out. <laughs> I already got kicked off because Michael Bay and him had a disagreement off screen. What? Whatever the reason. Yeah, I, I, I heard that He called that him too. like a Nazi or something. Shia called Michael Bay. Like it was some, it was some bullcrap. But oh. whenever there's like a disagreement offset with Michael Bay, the character or actor tends to disappear from the movie. Like what happened with um, what's her name? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah, she had vocal disagreements about Michael Bay's directing style and just the movies in general, and she mysteriously disappeared for the third movie. But anyway. Okay. She went extinct for Age of Extinction, basically. <laughs> <laughs> was that even? No, I'm wrong. Oh. oh, no, no, I'm right. I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, they all so blend together. Just like the Transformers themselves, when they transform, it all just blends together. It's not mm-hmm. even, it's just circuitry wires and explosions at this point. It's all the same crap. But anyway, we'll get there. Yes. We got news this week. We got a Transformers review. We'll talk about the Game of Thrones trailer that dropped. What is that face? <laughs> I want to talk about something today. Oh, we're going to have a new segment. Jamie's Anime Corner. It's not racist, even though she's Asian. <laughs> you see, you didn't have to say that. But now that you just said it. it. I want to have a disclaimer. Just because she's Asian, that's not the reason why we're going to do an Anime Corner, guys. I swear. <laughs> the fact that you said it. Yeah, now like, that you said you, it. Are you sure? Um, I think I'm sure. <laughs> but we want to talk about Attack on Titan, right? Since the Ooh. season just ended. Season two. Mm-hmm regrettably short season but yes. we'll talk about that um and we'll talk about the game of thrones trailer that dropped mm-hmm. so excited for that season michael needs to watch it <laughs> game of thrones what is that get the hell out of here <laughs> See, like, this is, that, is, the podcast is that a video game <laughs> where like some of us watch something some of us hasn't but like all together we combine all our experience and we become like a whole Captain experience. Planet. By our powers yeah. combined, we, we're a somewhat we're coherent podcast that so no one agrees lovely. with. <laughs> no, we got no, one, per- no, we got one, one we person. We got one person. Yeah, that's right. We got one. We got one. <laughs> all right. Before all that, talking about one reviewer, let's get into our iTunes reviews. Mm. Pull that up. Now, how many people disagree with us today? Yeah. Let's, let's see how many people disagree with us this week. <laughs> and it reset. So. Wow. <sighs> And it froze. Wow. Uh-oh. Yo, your internet, Jamie. Why are you blaming me? Because I'm on Wi-Fi and it's not Because mine is working just fine for me. Yeah, mine's working fine. So it's just it's your, your phone. phone. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't hate it because you have a shitty iPhone. I'm cutting all this out. <laughs> <laughs> you, say, you say that and then when it airs. Exactly. <laughs> it's because <laughs> all the banter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, let's see. Our first review this week is from Your Pal Sal's. They give us eight. Is this, wait. Oh, we had another Perfect Vision review. The subject <gasps> is Perfect Vision. Yay. Uh, five stars. Your Pal Sal's says, The show is great. I binge it while at work. It's refreshing to hear about the nerd verse from our minority nerds like myself. Michael does a great job with Michael News. <laughs> He's super informative, and it's great whenever he brings everything back to Buffy. <laughs> Jamie is definitely the voice of reason whenever discussing a character, very human emotions. A character is very human emotions. I am the reason why I am here because I'm the brain of this group. Is that how you read that? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the way you interpreted Wait a minute. That. I'm the brain. <laughs> it was both of us from the Resident Evil thing, remember? Wow. I have brains. Remember how unorganized. So, oh, oh, so forget me. No, you oh, no, have not. You, you, no. No, not you. Okay, what is it they say about me? Surely they say something about me. 
Jordan is very upbeat, entertaining. It does a great job making a two-hour episodes go by in a flash. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nothing about brain. I'll be there. Oh. A, I'll be there in a flash. Very upbeat. Hmm. I have brains. <laughs> You guys definitely have not BVS'd it with the show. Oh, man. <laughs> and what a way to end it. Thanks, your pal. He's our pal. Sal's Thanks, our pal. pal. Yeah. <laughs> Love the review. Even though, obviously, from that view, I am the brains. That's what I got from that review. Uh, <laughs> I'm the brains. Huh? Jordan. Jordan's the brains. Huh? Okay. okay. <laughs> no. This makes you feel better. <laughs> All right. We got another five-star review from out underscore Cass. <laughs> it's very short and very sweet and to the point. The subject is Jim So Fine. <laughs> and, 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 and the, the what he writes is that is all <laughs> well all right well that's there how we go. should refer to you from now on jump so fine jump so, so fine. fine you change that you change your um your instagram handle jump so fine jump so fine it's jump so fine god's life well thank you thank i don't what was the name that? again out under uh, outcast out outcast, outcast. outcast. Thank you. I guess I am fine. Uh-oh, girlfriend. How come I don't get Jordan so fine? What's up, guys? What? <laughs> I'm not the brains. I'm not the looks. What am I? Uh, I question the, my role in the show. Yeah, you're the host. You're the host. We borrow your name. Oh, great. I'm Leonardo. That's like the worst one. <laughs> Nobody cares about Leonardo. All right, moving on. We got another review from Eddie D 810 uh, Somebody's another perfect vision. Nice. Ooh. Five stars. We all, man, we we are sight beyond sight. We are Thundercats right now. We are hitting the hundreds right now. Uh, great energy and intel every week. Love the topics. Agree with some of the stuff. Not everything. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Ah, we've one. come so far. There's one. <laughs> well, but you guys always bring up good points and have good discussions. Yous are great. Thanks for posting these every week. Yes, and he improves of our uh, consistency. I'm going to say continuity, but we have that too. <laughs> we also have continuity. And our last review of the week goes from, or comes from, Nerdy Soccer Guy 14. Five stars. Great podcast. Your episodes, while long, are amazing. And while I disagree with some things you break up uh, or bring up, specifically about Legends. Oh, he, he likes Legends of Tomorrow. That's why he disagrees with this. Oh. No. Mm. You poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> in pain. <laughs> in need. <laughs> But in all, your show is perfect, and it's definitely my favorite podcast. What? Another hey. favorite podcast Aww. review. Man. And his heart grew three sizes that day. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're not a fan of Transformers, though, because you're about to break your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that, let's get into... Oh, wait. You want to start with Game of Thrones before we get into... I mean, it's up to you. Did you want to start with something happy or something terribly upsetting? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's start positive. Okay, let's start yeah, positive. Let's start positive. Anything that's going to go from me and Jamie talking to me and Michael talking. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Michael has to catch up on all Game of Thrones. I'm just going to be staring oh. with a confused look on my face. This dude is freaking <laughs> listening to the audiobook, which is like 36 yeah, hours I'm long. I'm almost done with the first audiobook, so I have some semblance of It makes first. no sense. You can watch three seasons of the show at <laughs> that time. Fuck you. Don't judge me. I want to read the book or uh, listen to the book. You didn't read <laughs> Listen to the book. Shut up. <laughs> At least read. I don't understand what's up with this generation. I, when he said read, I thought he meant read. He's like, like no, read I'm book, to it. like book read, right? Yeah. No, I'm gonna listen to the audiobook. That way, I can con- consume it while I'm driving. If I'm at work and I'm on a sit before passengers get on board, I can listen because I'm not can't have a book out. Why not? 
Not while I'm fucking serving or getting setting up the plane. I can't I be sitting down reading. I play the audio book while I'm setting up. But reading books is so much faster than listening. See, no. I thought he was like a fast speed reader when he told yeah. me that. So I was like, it's oh, not maybe the, he's like going through super it's fast. Not. Listen to audio book is quicker. Yeah, he's like, I got no, like really. 36 hours? Yes. Oh, reading is fast. You know what's even faster than that, though? Watching the show. Anyway. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> we're going to binge it. Don't worry. We're going to have a marathon. We are? Well, not all of it. He got kids up to no. like at least season four. And then we can like watch five with him. Well, I just want to make sure that I'm there for the Red Wedding. That's four, right? I think it's season four. Yeah, it's just, right? It is. Yeah. That episode was crazy. You I, mean, get there, I know everybody dies. That's pretty much. You like ruin half the show for yourself. Why you realize you that, right? Spoilers. <laughs> Everybody posts about Game of Thrones, so that's true. I'm like, yeah, I pretty much I know. Not, I don't know everything. Like, but even that, you know what? Like, I know Joffrey I dies, think but still would. Just whatever. You need to watch the show because it's, <laughs> we'll it's watch getting it. good, we'll watch real it. good. So let's talk about the trailer first. This is Game of Thrones. Don't fight in the north or the south. Fight every battle everywhere. Always in your mind. centuries our families fought together against their common enemy despite their differences together we need to do the same if we're gonna survive because the enemy is real it's always been real snows fall and the white winds blow the lone wolf dies but the pack survives season six addendum to our previous podcast where michael incorrectly told us there's only one season left no there's two left (laughs) but Michael, what did you think of the trailer? <laughs> Are you start with me? Yeah, I want to know what you thought about the trailer since you haven't even watched any of the show. No, You're only like, going off I of like... I remember him watching the trailer and he literally quoted, Jean Grey. Yeah, that's why awesome. it's fun. It's fun to like... That's where I know what? her from. Like through the eyes of someone who hasn't seen the show before. Like she, he, he called Little Warm uh, Shredder. Because <laughs> of the mask. I was looking at it. I was like, I mean, it looks beautiful, but I was looking at it like... Who are these people? <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on. I just know Jean Grey. I know Trask from uh, X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, who's playing? Um, I can't. I think wow. I can't think of his name. Uh, why is the name escaping me? The yeah, um, little person. Nah, Tyrion in the show. But what's mm-hmm. his? I, I can't. Know. Yeah, Peter I can't Dinklage. think of his actual Peter name. Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I was like, hey, X Men Apocalypse. That's all I know him from. I don't know anything. It's like the reverse of what it should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I just saw the winter. I'm like, hey, Snowpiercer, it's winter outside. <laughs> At least from the imagery, oh, are you excited to watch the season? Are you excited to catch up to see that, though? Yeah, I mean, the reason, like, I haven't watched it not because of a lack of interest. It's just there's a lot of other shows that I'm watching. So I'm like, I'll just go back and watch that later. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, it looks interesting. I like the whole sword and fantasy dragons and all that. So I'm pretty sure once I actually finally get to it, I'm going to be like, oh, why didn't I watch this before? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't have as much magic as you would expect. I mean, you know what the story, he read the first half of the season one, kind of. Yeah, there's not really any magic in the first book. Or Remember, there's no magic in the show even until the end of the first season. Yeah, they allude to... now, we only had like a couple cool magic's happening the most consistent magic in game of thrones is the dragons yeah, yeah they allude to the dragons in the first book but as it stands right now they're like they say they're all dead there mm. are no dragons yeah mm. the dragons coming back in the show or in this story is like the first dragons to reappear in however many centuries or whatever so i mean yeah i don't point is though winter is here jamie winter is here i am ready like, are you really ready? Just from this trailer? Hell yeah. yes. Perfect vision for the trailer. I was getting hyped. When it starts off with Littlefinger's narration, basically talking, I guess, to Sansa, telling mm-hmm. like, I love how everything, even though you, I would guess from the context of what he's telling her, is uh, basically about uh, the war against the Lannisters and the yeah, war about and keeping North like, mm-hmm. intact, but it all kind of has this foreshadowing of talking about the, the true threat, which is the coming White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, in a way, uh, Lannister's getting attacked everywhere. Like, they're coming from all sides. Yeah, um, you got the Dothraki army. Mm-hmm. Those scenes of the Dothraki on, oh the, my God, on the horseback so with a awesome. dragon. <sighs> that was so cool. Even um, the the, um, the Navy scene, like the all the boats on the fire, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Because where we left so in the last cool. season, Cersei has her back up against the wall. Where mm-hmm. now she's basically got no allies. She killed all her allies to, to take the throne and actually survive that crazy twist. Like even that point, like I mean, she was already hated just for who she is. But then now that she actually blew up, um, what was the name of that um, the religion? Um, the sec- uh, sec- scepter. The scepter. Yeah, the scepter. She blew up the whole building. Remember how like that's how the season ended. So yeah. right now she's hated in her own. It's really only Area. the Lannisters who have her back on the throne. And I'm guessing what's going to happen is the guy who was trying to have, like, to bed Khaleesi or bed Daenerys, uh, the oh, uncle of uh, the Ironborn. Uncle of um, Theon. Yeah, the Ironborn. That his fleet, I'm going to guess, he's going to ally with Cersei. Cersei. And, he's and probably- that's going to be what's going to fight against Daenerys and her navy. But like you said, they're coming from all directions. So mm-hmm. we got, we got. That's only one front. Then we got the the Thraki coming from a different direction. You got the Unsullied coming Unsullied. from another direction. Like, oh my, God, I'm so freaking excited. Oh, did you see that like really short clip of um, <clears throat> Green Warm and what was her name? I keep forgetting her name. Oh, the the love interest, Laquisha. Yeah. No, <laughs> I hate you. Because she's black, it makes it worse. <laughs> oh, she is. She yes, is she black. Is. <laughs> You, you, you fucked up. Oops. <laughs> you fucked up. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work logistically because you know he's because castrated. he doesn't. Yeah, the unsullied. Well, for, you don't know, Michael. The unsullied. They don't have. I don't know anything you guys they, are saying right snip. now. They're, they're, they don't have the third. Leg. They're one of um, Daenerys's like twenty armies at this point in the show. <laughs> <laughs> she's got so she many people. On her. She's got the whole team of Westeros and Essos on her back. Like amazing. As soon as Jon Snow lies with her in this season, which definitely is what's gonna happen. The dialogue in the middle of the trailer kind of alludes to that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's it's Jon Snow speaking to Nerys. Like, uh, what, what was his line of? It doesn't matter. No, it wasn't even Jon Snow. It was um, 
uh, his second command. I forgot his name. Guy with the beard. Oh fuck! Um, you know what I'm red talking beard. about. Wow. No. Who? You know what I'm talking about. His second in command, the guy that was like he was second to um, Stannis. Oh yes. Yeah, he's talking to what seems like Daenerys, saying it doesn't matter what skeletons on the throne. Like once the true threat is here, mm-hmm. like we need to band together. And that's. I assume they're talking about they're talking to her to try and like gain Daenerys's favor to work with her. Mm-hmm. But it could be also talking about the White Walkers and them coming. And it's like, you know, all, none of this shit matters. <laughs> so you think it's going to be Lannister and Greyjoy combined versus... Um, Greyjoy? Well, oh, the Ironborn? Yeah, oh, yeah, the Greyjoy. Yeah, you're right. I forgot the you name. You know, other than Theon and his sister, like, entire Greyjoy is on the uncle's side. So it's going to mm-hmm. be the the union between um, Lannister and Greyjoy versus Daenerys and... Everyone else. Stark. Stark Literally and everyone, everyone else. else. <laughs> and, I mean, it seems like overwhelming odds against mm-hmm. uh, Cersei. Yeah, exactly. But we literally just finished a season where Cersei literally had no cards in her like in her hand and somehow was able to pull off a victory in the most yeah, badass and way- sexy way. That she, she's old, but she's hot. <laughs> wow. Power is hot. I'm sorry. Power is hot. <laughs> You're right. But, but she was sitting there with that wine in her hand. Like, I won, bitches. <laughs> 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 she was so cool. It's like, yo, where's Cersei at? Oh, <laughs> that whole sequence at the end of the finale. Sorry. It was beautifully spoilers, done. Michael, but season five ended on the amazing It was very note. satisfying. Because, you know, that was her way of, um, like, revenge. Like, it was a revenge. Like, all the shame that they put on her. It was such a slow build is what made it, it so was. satisfying. Like, cause she, like, in season four, she was getting shame. Yeah, shame, shame, ring, ring, shame. Hated she it. had to be whipped and beaten for a span of a season. In public. Yeah. So when she won, that turnaround, even though she's a bad bitch, I think everybody was on her side in that moment. It was mm-hmm. like, you get it, Cersei. You the baddest <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, she's about Maleficent right now. She... <laughs> You know what? Um, also, so like, oh, mm-hmm. but do you think she's gonna be able to turn? Like, do you think? I know she's not gonna win, so. but she's definitely gonna. I don't wish there's gonna be some twist where she takes out some people in a way that's like there's no way Cersei's gonna win, and something's gonna happen. No, that's I don't. My money on. I don't think something. You know why? Because oh crap, I forgot what I was while watching. But there's one YouTube channel that was um you know um dissecting the trailer. And they actually had a theory where eventually Jamie's actually gonna be oh the queen killer the queen killer okay. queen oh, slayer queen slayer that's right to kind to, of and you know to save the ram from the mad king or a mad queen which is poetic justice because very of his history as the king slayer which has been his entire character development all of Game mm-hmm. of Thrones like eventually you know, like maybe this would be his um redemption arc in a way yeah and you know you know mentioning that and just like talking about arcs in Game of Thrones. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want to touch on why I love the series so much. I don't think we've ever actually delved into the episodes on the podcast before. No. We're definitely going to do that once the new season airs. Um, unlike in other shows, mm-hmm. even more so, where like you feel like a show that's been long-running, you grew up with the characters. In this, there's been so much change from season one to season six. So much growth so in much the characters. So much growth in the characters. So many characters you thought were the, could have been the main characters mm-hmm. at points have died off. <laughs> and season like, one? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That oh, hurts the most. You Ned Stark, bro. Have Ned you Stark, that far? you know. What about Ned Stark? I know who he is, but what about him? Nothing. Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Stark. I know. He's still alive in the books. If you're t- saying he dies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that. No, I didn't Your say words, that. Your words, not You just confirmed it from me. <laughs> Dad. Like, like, but it's just like Game of Thrones is this thing where it's able to take characters that you don't think 
would be protagonists and, and by them into one giving them like giving them these believable like character development um points in the story mm-hmm. be able to like kind of string you along on this this crazy long journey where like it's believable turns it's not like it's just like on, on the flash or arrow where characters <laughs> has an unbelievable like 180 degree and what mm-hmm. they think and feel it's like what I understand how these characters got there over this long form of like storytelling. To, and to go from someone like Sansa, yeah, I was you, gonna say it's yeah. definitely Sansa. Then. <laughs> Sansa, who you snotty, yeah, just so shallow. How to be a queen? So naive. To, like, to you know, to now queen bitch. <laughs> and the thing is, she has reason to be one because she went through so much. Yeah, she did to the point that like at one point I felt really bad. I'm like, this is really fucked up. Like she didn't deserve anything. She just she was naive. She may have been naive, but she's naive. But she didn't deserve. Yeah, this has been Joffrey. That's been her character um, development. And like, Ramsey. Score the haters online who think like because of the little fingers narration in this trailer that he's gonna once again try and seduce Sansa. No, you Even know what? He does Sansa is gonna use him? She, yes, she's gonna do some shit and shut him down and mm-hmm. play him. And that's gonna be the end of her arc. Actually, yes. being well, car- and how sad. I mean, she's right now thinking about that. <laughs> a character that's been toyed and fucked with by males, by males for, for once for how many years? And not even Showtime. I'm talking about an hour life, an hour life for years. <laughs> For her arc to end with her being the one to like manipulate someone else mm-hmm. and use them for her own ends, mm-hmm. hopefully for good. <laughs> I don't like that the theories that she might like you know try and rival Jon Snow for yeah, the, yeah. control no, of Winterfell. I don't think she will. No, I think what's gonna happen is Jon Snow's not even gonna want that. He's no, gonna, he won't want that. He, at the end of the but day, he's eventually... probably gonna want to guard against the mm-hmm. White Walkers. But to see that character get to that point, be the queen. I will might queen drop of the, the plot. Yes, <sighs> that sounds sexy. It does. <laughs> mm. Chicks in black, something about in Game of Thrones. And the thing is, that don't forget, um, um, Arya. Like Arya, yes, and she Ar- actually has the. I remember little baby Arya. Little, I know. Little baby Robin Arya, and she literally had a Batman in the the Hound at one point. Yeah. Now she's cutting throats like Nightwing. <laughs> or I guess she's an assassin. A better analogy would be Damian Wayne. <laughs> With her needle. Yeah. But since I love that line too with Needle. It's like, yo, your sword's got a name. Yeah. All good weapons have a name. Yeah. 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 Cunts. <laughs> 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 like, <"Ooh."> hilarious. <laughs> like, even her, I can't wait what she's going to do. You know, and... Because she now can do it. Like, yep. And actually in the trailer, it shows, there's a scene where it goes from Cersei mm-hmm. to saying something that along the lines of like, like danger. It, it gave the impression that She's in like Cersei's in danger, mm-hmm. and it showed Arya. Chances of all are, characters, probably Arya because the thing is it's that Arya list. actually did break into castle before. Mm-hmm. She's gonna do that again. I, I would like her to kill Cersei, but I honestly would prefer to be Jamie. Jamie. That's more in line with where he's character going mm-hmm. as a character. Because when he was looking at her at the end of season five, he was just like, "Girl, mm. you know you're going crazy, right?" <laughs> yeah, I think that's another thing too. Like she's going a little too dark. Like, she's lost it. She's too, you know, engulfed in her own rage. And a cool analogy is from like the, her wardrobe. She's looking kind of sithy. Oh yeah, because it's all dark and, and then, like. And then the mountain and... looks like her Darth Vader now. Oh, that is dope. I love his like all black armor. Oh, like, that's he strapped Darth cool. Vader. <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah, but more character development. I love the scenes with um the. The, the raven flying overhead of the ice king or the night king yeah because and it being brand warming brand, into it the prophecy you may never walk but you will fly there Ta-da. you go side, side question do you I know that reference animorphs 
Did my mom just watch Animorphs? Yeah. I did watch Animorphs. I, I always think of Animorphs. I read. Into things. Wait, you watched it or you read it? I watched the show. I read it. Um, but people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but there was like a character's name Tobias. Oh, you know about him? He read the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was, was stuck as that bird? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Tobias in that moment. I'm like, oh, oh Tobias, I don't remember. <laughs> so, like, um, what's brands? Because remember, like, um, Holdor being Holdor. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. That's actually, if you think about brand time traveling, in a way. Yeah, he affects, and then like that's the cool like thing they've been dropping hints of. He does time travel to the point where he called out Ned Stark in the mm-hmm. flashback before and then he, he goes turned. into the yeah the he turned like he heard mm-hmm. his voice. So now my question is, if like how much of ability can this affect? Have you heard the theory the that Bran might be the Night King? We heard that theory. Oh yeah, I heard a theory. That's weird. I don't. Know if I, I don't. Like that. I don't know how it makes sense. Like I heard it, but I didn't really understand it. Somehow that taking place in the past that he worked into to have that happen, I don't really understand what? myself. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that theory at all. I like it just being just a malevolent force. It Look, you're to talking have... to a person who doesn't like Flash because it doesn't make sense. I don't like I time also don't travel. Like it. <laughs> I, don't... I don't know how they're going to use it though because they're definitely going to use it again wow. in the future. You don't you don't set something up like that without no, it paying no, off you don't. somehow. No. And probably in a big way since mm-hmm. this is like coming mm-hmm. to the conclusion of the series. And... Wait, can we? <laughs> <laughs> it's a video. Yeah. Hello, Podcast selfies. <laughs> but like, um, John, like John Snow, like, look what he's doing. Because I think, um, as you love John Snow, yeah, you talk about him a lot. But then, so far, we didn't really talk much about him. Well, in this trailer, it, I like the way it ends with kind of a reminiscent shot of what it looked like at Battle of the Bastards, mm-hmm. where he's facing off now against oh. it looked like White Walkers in the distance in the snow, and with. The foreshadowing of like the what was it the um the lone wolf may die but the pack survives. The pack survives. That better not be more foreshadowing than Josh Snow dying again. No, I mean he already died once. But to be fair, even if he dies, then he can actually get the kiss of um. Does it work like that again? Fucking, why not? Wouldn't it? Dude, man, with the fire sword, done it multiple times. So yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have a question. What's what? up? You just mentioned because you just mentioned Jon Snow dies in Game of Thrones, but no. yet you still watch the show. Why is it that when Buffy died? Oh my God! You, you, why, is it, <laughs> why is it that when Buffy? <laughs> no, no. Why is it that? Yes. Why is it that when Buffy died, you had a problem with it? You stopped watching, but Jon Snow died. You have a problem. They built and threaded resurrection in the show, and they, they believed did. the whole fashion. We knew. We knew he was gonna come back. They built it up. We knew Buffy was gonna come back. There was never a resurrection like that in the show before that. They, they had resurrection in the show before. Not in the same way. <laughs> and of course not in the same way because you don't want to do th- the same things twice. You want to nope. surprise but people. But you knew Buffy was going to come back. It's a safe way to, you know, like uh, reassure the audience that, hey, guess what? It may be traumatic a little bit, but this character's also, Game of Thrones is different. This is a fuck you to Jordan. Wait, no, oh my, no. You are game. Game. Fuck you. I'm gonna defend it because in Game of Thrones, it's also a situation where the context of the show is different, where they do kill off main characters in Game so of Thrones. So many. You weren't even sure if he was gonna come back, and if they did kill him off, there was a possibility they could have kept going without him. So it's not like a thing where it's Buffy and the name of the show is Buffy. I don't care. Excuses. Excuses. No, we didn't know. Excuses. Okay, look. The thing is, Buffy lives. Remember when that happened when Snow died? Yeah. 
And then like I had a flashback to season one. I'm like, no. Yeah, and they killed him off in a very unceremonious way. So and it could have been how they did it. Could have been. They it, they threaded it how they were gonna die too. They they built up that kid who was like constantly like, but I hate the wildlings, Jon Snow. Why do you love wildlings so much, Jon Snow? Oh, I mean that kid. That's stupid. I forgot his name. I don't. Guys, bitch ass died though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Jamie. You're supposed to be on. You're supposed to be on my side since you, you saw wait, both Jamie, shows. You agree, though, right? You it's see different. both shows. It's different. Uh, <laughs> take my side. No, take my side. Damn it. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> you plead the fifth. There's only so many amendments. <laughs> All right. Was there anything else from the show you want to talk about before we got to this? Um, no, because we're just talking about pack. And the thing oh, is yes, the, that um that's right we're interrupted I know that you were interrupted by puppy plug. There's no way they're Jesus. gonna kill him off again. Though. No way, no way. And the thing is, like um, I loved how you know they like circled around in that snowstorm mm-hmm. trying to defend themselves, and that actually looked like how the wolves would fight. You know, remember oh, they're like yes. still dressed in fur, the observation in the snow, and just you know circling because back toward each other. Yeah. So that there's no surprise attack and you have all eyes in all directions. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a good representation, uh, representation of uh, Pac looking Very out for each point. other. Yeah. And that's what we're building towards. That's why I like this now. Game of Thrones is a show where you lost for so, and it's a lot like Tag of Titan this way. It's like a show where you lose for so long yeah. in the narrative <laughs> that when you finally start winning, oh, it, it is so, so cathartic. Good. It's like, oh, yes, oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is it. Like, this I can't exactly tell how I you. Imagined. Yeah, like a Battle of the Bastards. <gasps> I can't oh tell God. you how. When Jon Snow climbs out of those bodies, he goes, I know. Like, you like, like, oh, 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 we're winning. <laughs> I felt it. We're going to win. <laughs> that was good. Oh, God, I want to watch it again now. Battle of the Bastards was an yes. amazing episode. We should watch it again. You should. Yeah, and not, should. Even the, not even the fight itself. What season is that? Uh, five. Four. This five? Is the, this is yes. in the five. I think that was the second to last episode of season five. Yeah, second to last and then, you know, Ramsey mm-hmm. and then... But then I, I would I would rivals for that fight for me. Even though it was, a, it was probably the best fight I've ever seen on television ever in terms of wide-scale fight, wide fights. I've never seen... And it was the choreography of that was so on point. It was mm-hmm. better than... It surpassed... Lord of the Rings for me. Ooh. I swear to God. You don't think so? Just like, I mean... I've never felt... You know why I say that? Because I've never felt so much claustrophobia and, like, fear of death. And cause, also because it's Game of Thrones, you know people could die any second. So every time Jon Snow almost got killed by something, I'm like, woo, woo. But I think that's another thing, too, is that, you know, like, we're comparing a movie versus the TV show that was going on for so long. Whereas, it, I'm going to assume that you only watched the movie. Oh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yes. Because I read the books. Okay. So, like... So, it's different for you? You feel like it was... Oh, it, was it was a little different for me. But in the movies, you know, they conveyed it through, like, the choreography of the, the scene. And not just the choreography, but also just the, the atmosphere, the score, the... the okay, the, I, the, I... In the script, you're how right, that, you're that right. whole scene played out with them being circled in the encampment. You're right. The way it was pressured and, like, they, were being, they were being drowned in bodies. Like, I've never felt claustrophobic in a, in a battle scene in anything. <laughs> they did it, um, <laughs> Alien Prometheus. <laughs> that was horrible. It was so bad in, Prometheus, in, they in were Alien drowning Prometheus. In people. It was horrible though. <laughs> I didn't. I felt nothing. It was just like whatever. <laughs> this is like with a uh, World War Z. It's like all these bodies. Whatever. Oh, you, don't, yeah. you don't feel it. Like you you're felt right. You're it. right. Like it was that urgency. Yeah. Like people like the and then also they added in which I think is an awesome touch. Like they do in Daredevil choreography, the randomness. Maybe is it a word, but the randomness of a fight mm-hmm. where it's like it's a giant battle. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, there's so few opportunities for a one on one square off. 
usually you're fighting one person, but then like someone else could just ride by on a horseback and knock him down p- with a hammer and kill him instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like the the how random the fight was, where like you're fighting a guy, an arrow flies out of the air out of nowhere and kills the person right in front of you. It was more realistic, what you would say, or it had the more sense of like urgency. That's what made it feel then. urgent because like you don't know what's Frantic. gonna happen next. Uh-huh. Frantic. That's a good work for it. Yeah, like that. But I, like I was saying, I think uh, the moment that won up even that for me in that season, that's why season five was so amazing. The end of the season, with that oh! boss-ass Daenerys moment, where she's like, uh, <laughs> sorry, yes. going for Game of Thrones tangents here, but we don't want to talk about that show on the uh, the podcast. With <laughs> 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 that boss-ass Daenerys moment where she's on the ship, oh, I live, I live for the Dan- Daenerys moments in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wait, so do you want Daenerys to take over the throne, or who do you root for? Of King's Landing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a fight though. So I think she, at the end of the day, that's why I like where the the show is building. It's it's becoming more about camaraderie and like the the people that you've been rooting for the entire show or the entire story for you, Michael, who's reading the read or listening <laughs> to the book. <laughs> All those characters, they've always been separated. The entire story, Daenerys has never met Jon Snow. No, and these are like the two main characters of our freaking show or mm-hmm. the narrative. So like now that they're finally everything's coming together where they're meet gonna finally meet each other and the good guys are finally winning and they're driving to this conclusion, mm-hmm. all these moments are just like all cathartic like oh finally oh it's you so epic so long like We're so finally many seasons winning. yeah because you are right because the whole season in Aries was just getting ready to cross the ocean the yeah. whole time. everyone's going through their own personal journeys and you see how much they've lost along the way how much they've changed along the way mm-hmm. and so when they and I think I've never seen a show do this before mm. when get, or anything get to the, do this before where mm-hmm. you get to the point where these two completely unrelated but related characters finally cross paths at the end of the story and that's and, and by destiny because I love all the legends about like the Child of Destiny. Oh, the, yeah. The, uh, was it the... Uh, not Agni Kai. That's Avatar. <laughs> the Arun Kai. The Ar... Uh, whatever the, 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 the Child of Destiny is. of The Song of Fire and Ice, basically. That's what it's about. So you get Jon Snow, Ice, Daenerys, and Fire. And, you get, and really, Jon Snow's both. John, but at the same time, have you noticed that... Because um, I think it's kind of a little tangent. Is that... Because um, let's talk about Jon Snow's heritage. Yes, um, the re- revelation in the last issue or the last, uh, last season, season being that his father actually isn't Ned Stark, mm-hmm. which is tragic. If you go all the way I back know. to the like, <laughs> a, like the first season where him and Ned Stark had their last conversation, mm-hmm. and he tells him, "I'll explain everything to you when next I mm-hmm. see you." No, he never does. Six years later, bro. <laughs> he never saw him. Again. Now the death has so much more meaning, even more meaning. Yeah. But yeah, so the heritage is like, he's actually not the true heir of Winterfell, but he actually has more of a claim to the throne of King's Landing than um, Daenerys. Daenerys. So like that actually could change. I think um, someone talked about how that could bring some tension in North. Maybe, but like I said, I think it's going to be a thing where Jon Snow is like, I don't want to care about it. Like, Sansa going to take over the order. His mission's always been about guarding the wall. Mm -hmm. So I think at the end of the day, he's going to be like a ranger, like just a rove, like warrior. That guards the wall, and he'll let Santa take care of Winterfell and let Daenerys, you know, take back the her rightful places, you know, Queen of King's Landing. Then what happens to Lannister? Fuck him! <laughs> Fuck all of them. They're all well, it's a Tyrion. No, he will say. rule alongside Daenerys as um, King's Hand. King's Hand, which their relationship is awesome too. Even I last know. season, like, you know what it's like? <laughs> it's like it's like Avengers. 
where like they finally because Jon Snow being Daenerys is gonna be like Captain America meeting Iron Man. That's how it's good. It's the same feeling. It's like oh, oh that's kind of cool. You are right. Yeah, because when Tyr- Tyrion met Daenerys for the first time, it was the same feeling. It was like they're finally yeah, meeting. Like, was it like in the box that he got like, he got carried in? Well, that's how he got. He to, got to. Yeah, that's how he got there. But mm-hmm. they didn't meet in the box. <laughs> but the moment where she gives him the 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 hands, the hands, mm-hmm. I forgot what, like the. The symbol, yeah, the thingy. The that was badge. a sweet moment. That was like, yes. Like, their banter is pretty good too. And the thing is that um, I get the feeling that uh, Tyrion is genuinely concerned about Daenerys, that he really wants her to like be a good ruler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I got I actually thought of um, Jorgen Mormont or whatever his name is, the guy with the grayscale who loved Daenerys. Oh, that's what he kind of told her, where he was like. Remember, she like like why do you like want to follow me? He's mm-hmm. like sometimes I look at you and I can't believe you're real. Mm-hmm. Like this is that like feeling of like it's been so many years where someone deserved to rule and also had the Those right to quality, rule. Quality like that good character and quality. Of, well, <laughs> fuck you, Joffrey. That's what I'm saying. Like Lannister. people like Joffrey or Ramsay. Yeah. You have those Not people. Ramsey. And by the way, speaking of um. Jorah? What was his name? Jorah Mormont. That's Jorah Mormont, right? Yeah. Was that him? That scaly arm? It looked like it. I mean, there's only one person so that's why was he right locked now. up? Maybe he got jailed. I mean, if people see him walking down the street looking like that, wouldn't you throw him in jail too to quarantine him? I think they would just kill you. I think he's gonna die, which is really sad. If his character dies like like, like that... But he's probably gonna die, you know, um, he's gonna sacrifice himself to save or Daenerys. like do something for Daenerys. Yeah. Khaleesi... Khaleesi. <laughs> all right, all right, let's get out of here. Okay. We've been talking about Game of Thrones for a while. All right. But can't wait. That's because I don't want to talk Bye. about Transformers. <laughs> Neither do I. Now let me nap. Let me nap. All right, <laughs> let's get into Transformers. Oh, no. uh, don't you want to talk about uh, Attack on Titan first? No, let's save that for after Transformers. Too late enough. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I mean, we'll bounce back and forth. <laughs> I'll talk to you for a while. I'll talk to Michael. <laughs> can I right. take a nap? Yeah, you can take a nap. Okay. <laughs> All right, Michael, let's talk about Transformers oh, The God. Last Night. You want to know, don't you, why they keep coming here? So is this a kidnapping or her first Transformer experience? Well, it's both, really. A thousand years, we've kept it hidden. Secret history of Transformers. Yeah, on Earth. Now, to save our future, we must unlock the past. You better have some skills today, buddy. I love you, man. What are you doing? Dying. It was a beanbag. It was a beanbag? I felt it go through me. Two worlds colliding. Only one survived. Hang on! I will stay, and I will fight them. What was that? That was a mistake. <laughs> I was having more fun listening. <laughs> <laughs> 
no nah, man we gotta talk about the last night which probably isn't the last movie because once oh, again oh it's definitely not the last movie <laughs> there's another goddamn stinger at the end of this movie that sets up another one yeah <laughs> who the hell is Quintessa <laughs> <laughs> alright you are my creator no <laughs> so you didn't see the last movie but this movie is so bad I know there's no real story threads throughout the Transformers franchise but like when you said something up in the last movie, literally the last movie that is not followed through in this movie, what are you doing, Michael Bay? Like, you should have some kind of continuity because in the last movie, the creators, there was a scene, they didn't show their whole bodies, but they showed their hand. They look organic. In this movie, apparently it's Quintessa. She's the goddess of Transformers, right? Maybe the got, creators right? created Quintessa. And so by default, she's the. He said, and not at one point, Optimus never like. So who created you? It's like, oh, you're the you're the maker. Oh, okay. I'm like, you don't remember the last movie, do you? <laughs> you don't remember the last goddamn movie? He was brainwashed. Remember? <laughs> Maybe he doesn't remember because he was brainwashed. He wasn't brainwashed that hard. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that. Because <laughs> if you because if you're coming here looking for. A positive like, Transformers review? Not even that. You're not gonna get it here. Oh God, not not that at all. But even if you're if you're just going in going, you know what? As long as you show me some Transformers fighting, if you give me some Optimus Prime, especially Optimus Prime Evil, you're gonna be. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry like for the you. marketing campaign. I feel so sorry for was you. Was so dis, dis, uh, dis devious, dubious <laughs> in terms of. Jamie, 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 the, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Huh? Let me ask you this: as someone who didn't see the movie. Uh -huh. What do you think the movie's about? In terms, let me ask you: Who do you think the main, like, other than Mark Wal Mark Wahlberg, who do you think the other main characters are? Optimus Prime. Okay. And. Uh, the 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 creator. Okay, that's the villain, all right? Yeah. Um. A human character. A human character. Yeah. The, the, that girl, that little girl's thank daughter. Thank you. Listen to three people she just named. I'll count Quintessa, but still. <laughs> Optimus Prime and that girl, uh, Isabella. Isabella, yeah. They are in the movie. Uh -huh. It's a two and a half hour movie. For like 10 minutes. 10 to 15 minutes. Wait, what do you mean? Optimus Prime Both. and the... All of them. Both. All of them, really. But yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. You're telling me that this is a Transformer mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Optimus Prime is... Barely in Barely it. in it. You can... Who's in it? Everybody, everybody else. else. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody else. But I don't even mean Transformers, but, unless you mean the 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 uh, discount Transformers that die off like in five seconds. Yeah, and I, and I mean, Bumble, but the, Bumblebee. the trailer was like I thought the trailer was all about Optimus being, you know, it was. turning evil. Yes, yeah, it yeah was. they were. They were. And it looked like it was setting up a new character with yeah. that, that little girl. Uh -huh. Like, oh man, breath of fresh air into the series. And you know what else? Transformers. And this would fuck me up because I'm a fan of like the original like '80s Transformers too. Those movies or those shows all had little kids as the main character, like were your gateway to the Transformers world. Mm -hmm. So I thought. Stupid me that Michael Bay was like, you know what? I'm gonna give a throwback back to those 80s cartoons. And the main character, other than Mark Wahlberg, who I knew was gonna be at least a secondary character, <laughs> no, he's the main character. <laughs> that that little girl is gonna be the main character. No, How she's no, at best she, yeah. a secondary character. And that's not like, even because she even. served no purpose. Wait, why was he the main character? I don't well, get in the last it. movie, what was he doing? it was all about him, Cade Yeager. Because well, first of all, the name, the sound like a fan fiction name, yeah. <laughs> Cade Yeager. <laughs> He was the main character in the last movie, so it kind of it continues his story, even though the trailer did not set it up at all. What were you gonna say, Michael? I was gonna say, just to just to put it out there, because we're putting spoilers. 
ultimately spoiling the fuck out of this movie. He's fuck the last. He's the last night. Just like Tom Cruise. Just like Tom Cruise was the mummy. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold, I'm, I'm, wait, hold oh, you on. thought you thought. Let me let me Oct- let me correct you. You thought no. that. I thought it was gonna Optimus Prime. Prime. Is the last with the sword no. yeah. on the poster was yeah. gonna be the last night. Girl, you crazy. Right? <laughs> huh? It's Marky Mark. Why? He's the last night. Feel the vibration. Why? <laughs> Why and how? With a sword. I'm not gonna give one an Optimus Prime, okay? <laughs> like that guy. He's the last night. Why? Exactly. Why? Because he's white. Because Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's Michael Bay. Why could And fuck you to the fans, basically. I'm sorry, one more once again. What was the purpose of Optimus Prime in this movie? Nothing. Nothing. This, Why this was movie he, even in he it? had no purpose. More than any other movie, this movie has the least amount of Transformers action. It is mostly all Michael Bayisms. And what I mean by that is when I the say lens flare and lens flare, the low sweeping shots, and the, the slow the, turn, the slow turn, the army mobilizing shots. Yes. There's a lot. Yeah, there are a so lot. many army yeah. mobilizing shots. The, the air force and the navy. navy yeah. <laughs> and you gotta have all those shots of like just the world being destroyed and like it's, it's just so many same. I and I swear to God, I saw shots like when when. Cybertron scraped over the moon. It looked straight out of scenes from the Dark Moon. Yeah, the dark it did. Side of the it moon. did. I was like, didn't we do this already? And they read you shots. So I'm, if you side by side, it might be the same fucking shots. <laughs> it might be just they added the scraping thing. I swear. So to you're that. telling me that this trend? Because look, once again, I only stopped. I rewatched first one several times. Mm-hmm. I like the first one a lot. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed first the first one. one. Second one, I vaguely really I don't really remember much about it. I, I actually cry when Optimus Prime died in that movie. Oh, Not wait. A good movie. There's a second one, right? Yes, okay, so I one. did watch it several Where times. He fights too. all those dudes by himself. Yeah. I know. And it's actually and the first time he starts doing those horror. weird, like angry, like, fuck you, you lousy piece of tin. Like all those <laughs> weird, angry things he says. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> but um I watched those because sure, you know, plots are a little bit cliche poorly plotted and whatnot that's fine as long as i get to see my robots mm. no you don't get that no nice. you no. barely get that i i kid you not you got you, a lot of bumblebee i'll say <laughs> oh, that hey bumblebee yeah with new abilities that i never really explained yeah because that was weird Wait, how? like suddenly he has the ability where like if he loses limbs or if he gets completely destroyed he can somehow reform kind of like iron man yeah kind of like iron man from iron man 3 and you know what? Saying that, I'm confused. You know why this movie is like the so worst? worse? So worse it, it just cherry picks things from other blockbuster movies. I am so confused. And it, it does it in a way like, look, at least with those other movies, it might have been a weak plot, a nonsensical, even juvenile plot. There might have been all those racial, like, insensitive stereotypes that were in the movies. There might have been action you couldn't really see because everything looks the same ish and grayish and everything's transforming and moving, so you can't really tell what's going on. But you know what? Those stories, at the end of the day, at least was going somewhere. Transformers last night, if it is guilty of anything, it is because it is guilty of being nonsensical. Where was that movie going? I have no idea. And then the fact that the movie's two and a half hours, about an hour and a half into the movie, the movie still didn't start. No. Huh? There was no Jordan set up. Yeah, Jordan and I <laughs> leaned to you. We were like... What is going on? Is like, starting now? What, where's the plot? Like, like it's hard to, like, to someone who hasn't seen it, it's hard to, like, say that and, like, not sound like we're just, like, dissing on any other movie. No, this movie was devoid of plot, Jamie. Devoid. Yeah, there was just action for action's sake for the first, well, pretty much the entire movie. Yeah, so to give you an idea, the Isabella girl, she gets set up in the first, like, 20 minutes or so. 
Uh-huh. But her story literally goes nowhere. She gets, and she's basically a, a Ray Light, even with her own little sidekick BB-8. Yeah. So, like, right there, it's that, like, okay, that, you're trying to be yeah, Star Wars. That's like, speaking, yeah. like, the Transformers robot. Mm-hmm. And yet, she somehow understands everything it's saying. Exactly. Oh, how? Wait, exactly. They don't explain we, how. They don't explain but how. They, they never explained it for, never mind. They didn't explain where, right. no where her family went. I mean, they? at least with, like, Ray and Star Wars, you could kind of get, like, that's the world they live in. So, mm-hmm. maybe she mm-hmm. had some type of hacking or computerized, like, and that's other, the world. Other they, interact with, they interact with robots. That's the world they live in. Like, with Transformers, like, this is new to them. Yeah. So, for it to be, speaking and she's like no you don't do and it's like wait how the fuck do you know what he's saying I'll, I'll argue this though if they stuck with her as the focus of the plot I feel like it could have been a good movie like I feel like even if they just expanded on what her character because her whole thing is that she's like an orphan she keeps saying that the Transformers and this is nothing to do they only show they don't tell I mean they only tell they don't actually show you any of this crap but she says that she's an orphan she's living by herself the Transformers are her only family the, we're introduced to one Transformer who's killed off right off the bat and she acts like that's her dad. Like, yeah. Huh. And he looks just like Bumblebee. Like I thought it was Bumblebee at first. Yeah, a little bit. I was so, uh, after he was destroyed, I was like, wait, they killed off Bumblebee this early? Then yeah. Bumblebee shows up, I'm like, wait, did he have a twin brother? Yeah. <laughs> what and, like, is going like, on? All these little kids are like in the cold open so you think that it's going to follow her and these other kids that she encounters because it's weird. That it's, like, it's like almost as if someone wrote the intro and it's, you know what? This movie's written by like four or five people. So like maybe this is the case, but it feels like the intro is written by one person, and then they're like, "Wait a second, whoa, 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 kids and a girl, and the girl comes in to save them. Where's Mike? Where's a uh, Mikey Marky Mark gonna fit into this? Write him in because she comes in and saves them, but then he comes in and, and saves, saves her. her. So it's like they just did the same thing back to back. I'm like, what the? That's, you don't do that in a story, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a big hero moment that amounts to nothing, and then they, we spend the first like half an hour just hanging out with Mark and Mark in the junkyard, Ugh. building to nothing because there's no actual character development in half hour. It's just all generic dialogue with no actual like it's all exposition because there's no actual character development. And in the di- and it's and it's not even like it's good dialogue. Like no, the script. I was I'm like I don't know who wrote this script. Well, you said it's five different people, but those five different people need to never work in Hollywood again because. <laughs> Like, especially the humor, like, no, the humor was no. so awkward. They can hear that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, the humor was so awkward. Like, none of the jokes landed. None. None. And Transformers 1, and, and part, and really 2 for me, too, the, the jokes I liked. Shia LaBeouf made some of those jokes work. The awkward comedy of, like, his parents worked. And this, it's like they play lip service to that. But it's hollow, <laughs> hollow, Very like hollow. A soul, <laughs> <laughs> empty, empty, like the abyss of the like a black hole. <laughs> it's like you could see somebody sitting at their typewriter, like ha ha ha, they're gonna love this, and all you hear is crickets, crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Because like who who are you attaching yourself to? Bumblebee who has still has no character development. Now he he still just speaks. For most of the movie he still speaks with, with, the, the, with the radio. Yeah, with the radio. Meanwhile, the only two characters you have that are like the good trans, uh, Transformers, at least in the beginning, uh-huh. are the Asian stereotype Ken Watanabe, who was yeah. also in the last movie. He's like a samurai. He's a Transformer. samurai Transformer. And then the other Transformer who's just like the military. Military. With a stereotypical, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like a redneck, but not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Abraham from The Walking Dead. So they're not even really characters. They're just punchlines. So 
They're really a lesser extent, at least with Ken Watanabe's character, he's a lesser extent one of those like jive talking robots, yeah. which we still get in yeah, this Yeah, we still movie. get We do. Yeah. <laughs> because like I said, in the beginning, it's just set up that goes nowhere. And you see little snippets of Optimus Prime. Oh, you see him. He's, little snips. <laughs> you guys didn't see the last movie, but it's so funny that the continuity is so weird. That at the end of the last movie, he blasts off into space like, I will find my maker, and flies away. In the beginning of this movie, it's like he ran out of gas or something, or he's just floating in space. Yeah. Like, it's like, what happened? Like, <laughs> and he crash lands on Cybertron, so I guess he luckily got there. How does that work? Whatever. He happened Plot. to get there. Then this new character called Quintessa, who just... Quintessa. And you know who it reminds me of? The way she's set up and the way it's quickly burned through exposition of who she is and what the purpose of her character is. Because they just, in like five minutes, they go through, I'm a god, welcome back to Cybertron, I'm going to destroy your planet, I'm the villain. And it, it reminds and me Earth of Earth um, is Unicron. And Earth, you know, that big, oh, big sport, Michael. <laughs> Earth, the big twist. Yeah. Earth is Unicron. I they, mean, she says she said it in the they, beginning. They throw it out there. Yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't save that. No, fuck this. This fuck this movie. Yeah, because there's no, not you. I mean them. Because oh. <laughs> these weird spires that appear on Earth turns out they're just the the mouth of Unicron, basically. And Unicron, and it doesn't make sense. Unicron is awakening so because confused. Cybertron's gonna go there, and she's gonna absorb the energy from Unicron yeah, to save I Cybertron. I don't know what. It's so fucking convoluted. But it remind in her setup, it reminds me of Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows with Krang. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. I didn't see the second one. I saw. The second I saw movie. the first one. Jamie, did you see the second movie with Krang? Because what they do in that movie is remember, keep in mind this is Krang. The most out of worldly character you could possibly have in Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Shredder in the beginning of the movie just gets teleported to his world. Crane just appears and he's like, Join me and together we will destroy your world. And Shredder's like, Got you. <laughs> like, you know, let's do this. It's like, like, What? Yeah, it's like, What the, what the fuck? What? The same thing happens here with Quintessa and Optimus Prime. She's just like, You will join. And at first, she, he's not even brainwashed. No, he's not brainwashed. So she's just like, yo, fuck Earth. Yeah, he's and like, then he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how did we get here? He's <laughs> like, <Say>, okay. <laughs> and then she like gives him like the, the touch of Braveheart, which gives him like a weird red mark on his face. Oh, and, purple, and purple eyes. Yeah. Which we thought was brainwashing, but when it's he gets- not? Not really, because he kind of agreed. He agreed with her before she even did that. So it was yeah, like, yeah, it was weird. It's just the writing is bad. It's very bad. But what basically happens is, and it, then they it, have then the fucking Martha moment that they had. And the- yeah, let's Martha. skip ahead. Let's just skip ahead since we're talking about Optimus now. Yeah, because he's barely in the movie. But what we just described is like the first ten yeah, the minutes. First ten. Uh-huh. Then you go into all of the Mark Wahlberg crap. Then you go into all the military crap. Now fast forward two hours into the movie. Yeah, then <laughs> Optimus shows five. back up again. Yeah, this is he just shows up and, and he just shows up too. It's not even like it builds up to him yeah. again. It's like wow, you got to Earth pretty quick. Yeah, he's like, what's up? <laughs> I need this plot device. Give me that. And he just like he walks away with it. You know how like the cube and stuff is like the big um, yeah. Deus Ex Machina, MacGuffin or whatever the last of other movies. Uh, the cube or the seed or the the spark of the hero's matrix or the the, the leader's matrix in two. It, every movie is a different plot device. In this yeah. movie, it's a wand. It's the staff of Merlin. It's the staff of Merlin. Yeah. In the, because what we didn't say was in the beginning of this movie. Oh yeah. You it's revealed to you with a secret history of the Transformers is. Yeah, you know how we're just talking about all this plot and none of this connects and your face is confused? That's what this movie I is. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't even talk about how, how the... Me, yeah, like, we didn't even talk about the beginning. how they come together. Okay. 
Let's start with Optimus. We'll double back to the Knights because it comes. It ties back into Optimus at the end. Ready, ready. So Optimus, <laughs> <laughs> he just shows up at the end of the movie. So like we said, two. He shows up. He's in ten minutes. He's in the first ten minutes and only for like a five minute or, or two minute scene. Like it, it cuts back and forth to him like two or three times. But they're all short scenes. Then he shows up at the end as a villain and he's possessed or brainwashed or I guess he's a robot. So really, um, reprogrammed. reprogrammed. Yeah. Huh? Which should be harder than a brainwashing, but whatever. <laughs> he fights Bumblebee. He literally shows up, takes that staff, which is the MacGuffin in this film, and then Bumblebee and him have a fight right after for all of five minutes? Five minutes, if that. If even that. What yeah. you saw in the trailer is actually most of the fight. Yeah. Most of that like ocean fight thing, that's uh-huh. most of the Bumblebee fight. He gets the, uh, Bumblebee dead to rights. Yeah, he's about to kill Bumblebee. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, yeah. Bumblebee speak his voice. He finally finds his voice, his true voice, mm-hmm. which they never explain because in the beginning of the movie, oh, yeah. going back, Mark Wahlberg was trying to. He there was like a, a junkyard transformer that had a, a lot of parts connected mm-hmm. to his body. Mm-hmm. So he like paid him or whatever to try to find find certain parts. This merchant to, to, <laughs> to try to help Bumblebee get his voice. Uh-huh. And so he put he put a he put like a. a new piece in his throat and Bumblebee still didn't he still didn't have his voice so he was like oh buddy don't worry we'll get your voice back Yeah, that's what they set up in like the beginning of the movie but then at the end of the movie right when Optimus is about to kill Bumblebee he just starts speaking out of nowhere yeah, it made no Optimus sense. you are my true friend I would give my life for you and then he's and like that's word? supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a, <laughs> yeah that was supposed to be a touching moment but I'm like wait how did he get his voice what did how did that happen like instead of me being oh you know being he touched by that yeah. moment that I'm focused part. on I'm like wait how the fuck did he get his voice like they never established it was it was worse than Martha yeah at least Martha oh, like at least way. that look at least Mar- I will defend Martha in this case at least Martha yeah it's stupid on paper but the the metaphor of it of like oh okay like he's thinking about his own mother and he doesn't want like if he saves Clark's mother it's an extension of him being able to save his own mother so it's like it's not just saying Martha it's him realizing that he's a human through that one fact this is like bro I'm your bro he's like you You right right. (laughs) Optimus I love you all right, I love you too. I'm not Ride brainwashed. Die, my yeah, dude. I'm not brainwashed anymore. Let's yeah. fight. Let's fight together. Yeah. It's like what? <laughs> and then he just gives all these speeches. He he gives like three speeches back to back, and then the, the movie ends. Power of love. I shit you not, Jamie. But it makes no sense. It, it's like they hit all of the beats of a Transformers movie, but then actually fill in any of the gaps. And then what pissed me off even more because it was so stupid, the big moment that Bumblebee gets his voice back, yeah. the very next scene, he's talking with the radio. Yeah, it's gone again. But then at yeah. the very end, it comes back. Yeah. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? Again, five or six different writers. <laughs> That's what happens. They couldn't just, like, literally decide between scenes what the freaking script was going to be. And it just shows you that like they were like, you know what? There's so many explosions and stuff in this movie. Who cares? And you know what kills me too? Because I saw the 20 minute exclusive footage um, in IMAX. Oh, yeah, you Presented did. by Michael I Bay. Remember. And Michael Bay, there was a whole segment where he sits down and talks directly to the camera, reassuring <laughs> fans of Transformers that there was a writer's room of all Transformers fans, that they were delving into the, the, the history of Transformers, past and present. They were basically going to reimagine Transformers, but do it loyally to the original fan base and like the original story. No. It, it was all like. It all sounded so good, Michael. And when they showed he me, lied. They, you know what they showed me they, in the twenty-minute footage they showed, they basically showed me the first twenty minutes. 
They basically sh- the first twenty minutes of the movie is not the movie. It's not at all. <laughs> because they never really said with the little girl Isabella. Yeah. And before that, there was that the thing with the secret history of Transformers, where the, the movie opens a lot like Arthur, which is fucking interesting. <laughs> Wait, you didn't see Arthur? <coughs> uh, no, yeah, King but, King Arthur. But... Yeah, Jamie, it started off a lot like Arthur. <coughs> So, Knights of the Round, all that stuff. Turns yeah. out Transformers crash landed in Arthurian's times. Huh? And, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> they gave Merlin because he was a drunk. Huh? For for a comedic yeah. effect, which is even more dumb. Yeah, he was a drunkard. Yeah, uh, they gave he was him, he wasn't really a wizard. New. They gave him a staff, which turns out to be the staff from Quintessa, which the last knights stole from her as they fled Cybertron. All of us made a fucking history, whatever. They he uses that staff to win the war by transforming them into, into a, a dragon. dragon. Yeah, which is I don't understand. And so why that's how the myth that's how the dragon. myth of the mighty magic of Merlin began. Mm-hmm. Yes, huh? he was and just a, he was just a drunk given a transformer staff. Yes, and that's very important to know because because what you find out now is well that staff is the MacGuffin because it, yeah. it it is the key for some reason for Quintessa to be able to harness the energy from the Earth. To recreate Cybertron. And also, this is a retread of the plot of 3, mind you. All of the plot of 3 was trying to bring back Cybertron with that weird portal thing. Remember that? I barely remember 3. You, I don't blame you. They're all the fucking same. <laughs> Hence what I'm saying. <laughs> 3 is the one I bowed out on. Okay. Well, I am... I'm holding against you. <laughs> I'm confused. You should so be. We were confused and yes. we saw the movie. Because the <laughs> when the movie opens... With that, then goes into which was the plot of the last movie. The all the Autobots are being hunted just as much as the, which makes no sense too. But they're being hunted just as much as the Decepticons to the point where the government is like they're extinguishing yeah. all Transformers all on Transformers. Site. Yeah. Why? Why? Because there's been too many alien battles and the world doesn't trust them like Superman. I don't know. They BVS it. They BVS yeah. it. <laughs> That's what happened. And for whatever reason, even though there are people literally in the army from previous movies, like the main character from Transform- the main army carrier from Transformers One, people like that going, "We work with Transformers. We work with Autobots. Why don't we trust them?" Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> They're evil. Kill them on sight. Yeah. At so, least, at least he had the thing. Well, I'm, I'm just following orders. But you would think he would defect. Or something, right? Yeah. If like, Shy ain't gonna do it, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. It goes from the night thing. It go, then it goes to the Marky Mark Marky Mark. Well, no, it goes a little. It goes well, a little girl first. The little girl, which transitions to Marky to Mark Marky versus Mark. the government. Then it's the whole filler section of Marky Mark, his black sidekick f- best friend. Yeah. Oh no! And, they and her there? trying to escape they did. from the government. The gov- it, it's Yeah, the government's whole- going after them, so it's a bunch of action scenes of him <laughs> escaping. Megatron's yeah, trying escaping to get gunfire. The, trying to get the staff, and then he Transformers knows. show up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Missed, then he gets the last. He gets, night he gets thing. the last. Yeah, he becomes the last knight from a from a uh, a fallen a fallen knight. ship. That, uh, Why? From a, Why from was, a, that's a good question, Jamie. All the knights were locked away in the submarine that they, for whatever reason, except made for him. Tomb. But he, cra- he, cra- he crash landed on Earth. Why was he traveling? And then all of a sudden, you are the chosen one because How? you're the first one to see me. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives him this weird little technical, technoorganic thing. That makes him the last night. Doesn't matter. But we need. What matters is the main character. It should have been the girl. Giving him the last night ability is what made him. Yeah, exactly. It should have been the girl. But it made him important. So now everybody's after him. So the plot can get moving. That's all it really was. Yeah, pretty much. Excuse to make the plot move. So then they let the the government knows that the 
uh, Megatron and Transformers are, are and the Decepticons are going going for him. So the government's following the Decepticons to him, and it's this whole action sequence with him versus the government and versus the Decepticons, where they do this thing, where they introduce all the Decepticon like uh, team members. Yeah, they they completely suicide squatted. They huh? straight. Up, remember in the beginning of Suicide Squad where they do freeze frames and there's like animation yeah, like of text. Names and Deadshot. Yeah, he's a perfect. You know, yeah, they do what they do that with the Decepticons. Yeah, but who the Why? fuck are but these then, characters? They didn't. They get killed off within like two minutes later with dumbass name, Nitro Zeus. Yeah, or like um, who's the Hannibal one? The one that had like the mask. And shit? I don't even remember their names because, like I said, they get killed off like two minutes later. Yeah. So it's like, why? Why did you set up that they're gonna be important? Like, Only for the them point? not to serve a purpose. Again, there's six writers. One of them was like, you know what was really cool? This scene is Suicide Squad. We should put that in. Because Megatron like, made Phil. this big point, like, I need these people. Yeah, he actually, the government made a deal with Megatron. Huh? They just could find <laughs> and send him a message to talk. But they make a deal with Megatron. Wait, when I explain it, it doesn't make any sense. But they make a deal with Megatron. It don't make any sense when you see it. Yeah. This is so difficult. Wait, why did they make a deal with Megatron again? Um... To get him to, get, to go after, to get uh, uh, I think Marky Mark, Mark Marky Mark Katie Yeager is that yeah. why they did that? Yeah. Why did they have to make a deal with them to do that? They, <laughs> I guess I don't remember because they couldn't get him. Oh whatever, dude. Point is, <laughs> he had Transformers protecting him. Is that what it was? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They sick Megatron. The government sticks Megatron on mm-hmm. Katie Yeager so they can follow him and figure out the plot, basically. But and then. Not only, like, they make him the last knight, but truth of the matter is, he wasn't even the important character. It was the girl. Because she, only she oh, could oh, only the, she uh, could wield the staff. Yes, the British Megan Fox lookalike. Yeah, you don't really see that much in the trailer. It's totally a Megan Fox lookalike. Well, so here's the thing. You can't really sexualize a little girl. So Michael Bay was yeah, like... Yeah, Michael Bay, he had to, you know, have a sexy megan fox looking character mm. but it's 2017 so you can't really objectify women anymore so he made her smart and an intellectual but he still had her you know boobs half popping yeah out. boobs <laughs> popping out and yeah yeah so you didn't see the mummy but we did and the mummy <laughs> they kind of did the same thing with their main female character it's like i'm smart but i'm wearing a halter top with boobs coming out <laughs> like oh come on guys like my boobs are not a decoration. Like, why do they always have to be popping out? Well, they would be if you were being directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> you better put that short shirt on. Like, that. No. put that V-neck on, girl. And I mean, that's not, and that's not to say hot girls can't be smart, but it's like, Come but on, he objectifies. Yeah, them. it's not. It's not yeah. like it's not subtle. It's like obvious what they're doing. And then her whole character, like, it's not even this that they do it visually, but her whole character is just meant to be a, the sexual objectification of. Uh, Kate Yeager. Yeah. All he does is like vintage sexual frustrations at her. The whole movie is just he like, oh, oh, and then of oh, course they had the obligatory right. love and the, the love plot where they both fall in love for each other for whatever reason. For whatever reason, it's kind of like the Wonder Woman animated series where it's like, why I'm not feeling this romance? Like, why I don't see what you see in each other? <laughs> there's no, like, chem- just, there's no chemistry. There, there's Are no white. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, there's just no in this movie. Like the reason why we're going all over the place, or at least I think it sounds like we're going all over the place, does, because there's no continuity there's, there's between no continuity. scenes. Like even in the beginning, there were so many scenes with him like mentioning his daughter, like to bring up his daughter, but she was not a factor in any of the movie until the, from the beginning until the end. She came up again at the end, but it was just like, yeah, I have a daughter by the way. Anyway, okay. <laughs> it's like as if someone was like, say you have a daughter, 
that way people will know that you're a good person <laughs> it humanizes you to have it's daughter. like it's the same critique I had with the mummy it's like don't tell me show me yeah Oh, but we didn't mention they kept the, telling me just like ah oh, it's just remote like what? the world is ending the world is ending oh they kept saying God. that they kept saying that the entire movie but nothing was happening everybody. but they're just like everybody the world is ending but yet they're having coffee in the next scene it's like where there was no scene and that's, that's just bad writing because like there was no there was no urgency that there was actually the world was going to end like they kept saying it was uh, yeah they end. just kept again don't 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 tell me show me yeah they kept telling me the world is ending but yet the world's not ending no. They were just, every once in a while, through all this filler, that's what it felt like. It felt like two hours of filler. It would flash back to the news going like, or, or scientists going, oh, there's a planet approaching. Oh, in two days, the world's going to end. Oh, if you don't stop it, it's going to end. And then it would go back to Kate Yeager doing bullshit. So, back to the side plot, it's not really a plot. <laughs> that Decepticon, the, we're talking about the um, racist black guy Decepticon. Yeah. He was one of them. Just oh yeah, dog. We gonna kill these Autobots. Yeah, like why oh, no. every week? But luckily he gets cut off very quickly. Oh good. Yeah. Because these characters. Because he was we, very annoying. The Suicide Squad characters we mentioned, none of them have any scenes of any importance. Yeah, that's what I mentioned. Like the moment not they one. introduce them, two minutes later they get killed off. It, it's not even like they had an, any scene that was like memorable. Not, there was never like a close up on their face or like my name is Grimjaw. Like you know, it's not, like something that they, they, they yeah. might as well have. Been, they might as well have been like nameless henchmen. Like they were that insignificant. And they all looked like the knights. Like they all, they, there was no indistinguishable look to them. They I all looked tell the same. They were. <laughs> they were all just gray transformers. How long was this movie? Two, two and like and two and a half, half hours. hours. And then an hour. And and it was two and a half hours the, uh, of the death. The last movie was longer. But I should you not, it wasn't until the last like half hour, 40 minutes that I started like looking at my watch like, man, this is. We're here for a while. Yeah, I can't. I, both no. of us kept looking at our. But this movie, that was early. We were like an hour in. And we were like, "Yo, when is this movie gonna be over, dog?" Like, yeah. Where's this? And at first of all, I was like, at first I was like, "Where's the movie going?" Like, where, <laughs> what is the end of this? And funny enough, I'm usually I don't fall asleep in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was dozing off on this movie. Wow. Yes. Wait, but things blowing up. Who cares? By that point, by two hours in the movie, that that's been happening for two hours straight. It's like just so it's like it yeah. means nothing. Just having it's like action, white noise. yeah. Oh. Just having action for action's sake means like what makes action scenes impactful is the story behind like what's going on. Preach. There was no story behind what was going on. It was just shit blowing up and just cool. I mean, it looked like I could, there was one good thing I could say about the movie. Like it looked nice. Yeah. Like the special effects and the action scenes were great, but there was no plot behind it. It was just there. Like, I've never seen a movie that's, like, brought up plot points and then just forgot about them. Like, that girl we talked about, notice how, as we're getting deeper, we're mentioning her less and less. Mm -hmm. She, after that first segment, she's gone from the movie. And she just pops up randomly every once in a while be like, hey, I'm still a character. All right, anyway, let's go. Let's move on. They're going to, like, the final final moment, the final uh, scene. And she's like, well, I'm going. And he's like, no, you're not. And she's like, well, yes, I am. And it's like, but why? What did you? What do you contribute? Nothing. But we have to put her in. The, we have to put her in this movie. Like, I think she was like the the daughter, of like someone, somebody that worked on the set, and like put yeah. my daughter in the movie. No, it was a fucking bait and switch for the trailers. They wanted you to be like, all right, let's try and make them think it's different. And like, let's, let's put. That's her why I said all the marketing campaign was like so deceitful because like Optimus is on all the all the posters. That's what I it's like, but he's not in the movie. But obviously, you got to sell it because you know everybody everybody loves Optimus. Then put him in the fucking movie. Yeah, then why not put him in the movie? Why? Why is this someone? Did Michael Bay or anyone think, you know what? If we save Optimus, 
when you choose to put the end, it'll be so much more like no. impactful. Even one of the soldiers said in the movie, like, God, I wish Optimus was here. Yes, I do too. <laughs> I mean, even more unbelievable at one point, he was like, one of the soldiers was like, oh, that's why Optimus is our leader. But he's the worst leader ever. He just he's like Goku. He just shows up at the end. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That bad, huh? Look, we're all into some. We all have like shitty things that we're into. You're into Supergirl. You're into shitty, scary movie. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> who's into this movie? <laughs> that's what I, that's I, what I want to know. There's a demographic. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. Okay, that, I'm, I, I remember that little boy. Them. I might end up falling into one of them, so I kind of want to try and see where this goes. Are you serious? Jamie, I shit you not, there's no action in this movie. I mean, there's no story in this I mean, movie. I, st- I, I mean, you st- story. It's like if yeah, I mean, if you want us to go see it, go see it, but don't pay for it. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> don't give Michael Bay your money. I'm not going to pay don't for do it, it, but I'm definitely going to have to watch. You know what? I'm going to watch the third one first. You mean the fourth one? This is the fifth one. Oh, fourth one, yes. Oh, wait, did I watch the third one? They're so they're all the same. It doesn't even matter. Really it's the same movie. Oh, I watched the third one. The third one's one that he dies, right? Off no, that was the second one. That's the second one. Yeah. What's the third one about? Um, that was. Wasn't that the moon? Sentinel, that was the moon. That was Sentinel. Dark Prime. side of the moon. Remember a sin- Okay, so I didn't watch that. You that's, didn't watch that one. No. That's what the name of it was. Transformers: Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. No, not even Dark Side. It's just called Dark of the Moon. Oh. But yeah, it's it's really that's the one with Sentinel Prime. It's like the old Prime. It's basically Optimus, old, older Optimus. Turns out he's bad, and then huh? he's it's just another villain that takes the place of Megatron. It's oh. like in this movie. Yeah, that was yeah. He was another Prime. Yeah, Quintessa, I, I do remember. Now that you say it, I do remember that. Only Optimus yeah. could defeat him because he was a Prime. Yeah, that's always the thing. And then Megatron's always like a sideline bitch. Because <laughs> like, yeah. in this movie, same thing. Like Megatron, he other than like one scene where he talks to the government. What does he do? He's a henchman. Hmm. At the Pretty end, much. He's, he's, and another thing is, they don't even explain why he sides with Contessa. All of a sudden, he's just like, my queen. It's like, bitch, you never even met her. When did, there was no establishing scene to even tell us that you knew who she was. But at the yeah. end, he's fighting with her as if he's like, this is my main chick. Like, what? <laughs> Since when? <sighs> so, shitty movie. Very like shitty time to get it to get into our rating because oh. we didn't we didn't rate the movie. No, oh, yeah, rate it. yeah rate we didn't rate the movie. Oh, this movie is a Mr. Magoo. Oh, Magoo. first one of the blur- first, first one of the blur- blurred wow. vision podcast. This is a Mr. Fucking Magoo. Where I get mummy? You gave mummy a poor poor poor. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I like the mummy more than I like this movie, mm. and that's saying a lot. I agree. <laughs> this was like, at least mummy was a movie. This wasn't a movie. It, it just felt so disjointed. I've never sat in a theater and been like, I don't care at all for any of these characters. I don't know where the plot is going because they're not giving me any reason to care about the characters. So who the who fuck knows where this is going at all? I mean, and we didn't even get into like Anthony Hopkins. Like, no. disrespectful to that man. He is a fucking Academy Award winning mm-hmm. actor. They had him doing lines like, don't you want to know, dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird... These, I don't know if Michael That's Bay really was like, cringy. say it like this. It's so cringy. It's so it's so bad. And then they Ooh. gave him this weird C-3PO sidekick robot who has Tourette's and yeah. starts beating people up. Like, For no reason. Like, they don't explain. Like, he, he, he starts attacking Mark Wahlberg's character. Like, oh, I just want to kill him. I just want to cut his... I just want to squeeze his neck. And it just came out of nowhere. And I'm thinking, at first, I was like, well, maybe he was a former Decepticon that got reprogrammed. Is that That's like a... Uh, 
thing of his old program. No, they didn't explain it. Michael was doing more Appar- writing for the team than the yeah. writing team did. <laughs> apparently, apparently, he's always worked with the Wintwickies, but yeah. so apparently, he's always been a good guy. So then, what the hell was with that outburst? Like, oh, and don't forget, even in this movie, that makes no sense. They had to shoehorn in the possibility of spinoff cinematic universe. So, remember that secret history Transformers we talked about in the beginning with the the last night and that weird, like the weird roundtable of night Transformers. Which side note, what what came first? Was there a night system in Cybertron? How does that work? I'm, I think the knights in Cybertron came first. So the knights, because I mean, they were they were copy they, them. Yeah. Is that how it worked? I, yeah. Let's see all these questions we don't even have answers for. Because, <laughs> I mean, they were they were knights. Yeah, So, but they didn't know they existed. It was just like, mm-hmm. no. check out our, our sweet so armor. Confused. You should copy that. And it's like, they went back into history? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, Anthony Hopkins introduces the Transformers Cinematic Universe. Where they do this weird thing where mm. it tra- turns out Transformers were all throughout history. They fought Nazis. Yeah, they fought. Every- they, they, did a, huh? they did a flashback of Bumblebee during a Nazi era. Which didn't make like that scene could have been cut. It could have uh, been cut. Actually, but let me ask you half now. of this movie could have been cut. Yeah, yeah. This movie could have at least been not even two hours, like an hour and a half at best. Yeah, at best, at best, an hour and a hour. half. <laughs> let me ask you though. Now that we've seen the movie, I didn't like that scene at all. Anyway, and then when uh, Marky Mark asks Anthony Hopkins, like, "So you know him?" and uh, Hopkins is like, "Yeah, I know. I know him. I know him." Bumblebee's like, I know who you are. Let me ask you now, Michael. Where, like, how did that, where is that coming from? How does that make any sense? Like, did, did he actually know Anthony Hopkins back in the past? Did Bumblebee lose his memories? Like, was it actually not I'm Bumblebee? Assuming, I'm assuming the way, which they did it terribly, that's probably like a plot point that, hey, the Bumblebee movie is coming, so we're going to get into this backstory, because I think it's going to be a prequel. But he acted like he didn't know what he was talking about. I guess that was the that's the point. Like they're gonna be like, oh, Bumblebee doesn't know him. So what happened to Bumblebee that you know he forgot Anthony Hopkins' character? Stay tuned, guys. But that whole plot but it device didn't, yeah, doesn't it didn't, even make sense. It didn't, it didn't. It didn't whet my appetite at all. No, but fuck that. Just in terms of continuity of the movies, like why is it all this secret history of Transformers and then somehow it's been covered up that no one knew about Transformers? It doesn't make any. If you're, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah. much history. There's just like obviously it might be like, oh, Transformers. We know what that is. Giant robots. That's been. A, all throughout history. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You guys completely lost me. This movie lost me. <laughs> yeah. I. How they just show you a bunch of like, and like they show you a lot of political figures, like, like, like Harriet Tubman on the wall. Yeah, Harriet Tubman is, or uh, or Transformers or knew about Transformers. Yeah, or Abraham Lincoln or Frederick Douglass. They all were part of this like hidden, this uh, secret society of hiding Transformers, hiding uh, the secret history of the Transformers. Shia LaBeouf was in it. They showed a picture of Shia. Cameo status. But from there, it's literally just a lot of filler in the middle. And then at the end, it wraps up with Optimus Prime coming back, him throwing out like three or four generic speeches. And at this point, he's just just phoning in these like epic speeches at the end of these movies. And I turned to Michael. We are going to stand together. I I literally said to Michael, I'm like, all right, this movie was so fucking generic and like so predictable. Bet money. He's going to give a speech. And he's gonna say something. And he's gonna close out on an epic rock song. And what happened? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly Lincoln what happened. Park? And then I, I don't remember no, what. No, it pre- wasn't Lincoln Park. Oh. No, I don't remember what I said. I was like, 
because I said there was a, a movie going to end somehow too. I thought I said it was going to end like the, a cliffhanger, like Unicron is the, the Earth or some shit, and that's exactly what happened. Yep. And it was like it was it was funny because it looked kind of like the Mummy because yeah. she was in the desert. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's the it's actually the Mummy too. It's like no. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they just showed they showed the horns to say, "Hey guys, Unicron is coming in the next movie." Because Quintessa's whole then credits. Yeah, because Quintessa didn't die. So. Yeah. Why? I don't know. And then and some, and somehow how not, 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 not even does she not die, but somehow she's human. Huh? Exactly. She looks human. She looks human. They've done that one like a couple times in the Transformers movie, or I think maybe once. In Transformers oh, once. Two. Remember two? Yeah. That that little that you know. That, Which also made no fucking sense. I didn't like that thin. <laughs> but it, it was like the beginning of like all my issues with the Transformers series because it's just. It's gone off the deep end, man. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like I they, need to get, they need to get rid of Michael Bay. He said this is his last movie. He said that after part three. I hope it. I hope this is the real one because they need to reboot it. Like honestly, they they need to just start start over from ground zero. And it's not even like. But the thing is, they're hard. But the thing is, they're it. not because like domestically, it's not doing that well. But overseas, it's making gangbusters yeah right now it's actually doing the worst in terms of all the openings for Transformers so far yeah it's doing the worst but it's still making a lot of money overseas mm. and so because of that like if it continue, like if it makes a profit overseas it's gonna be another one because that's basically who their audience is gonna be if it's be. bullshit it's a sequel like, especially in China like China love the, chi- the Chinese love these movies mm-hmm. why I don't know even the why? little boy after the movie was over oh my god that was so awesome I want to slap that little boy. No, I'm like, what? <laughs> what was awesome? Tell me right now. <laughs> hey, now I might. That little boy. No, you no, won't. No, you won't. No. I'm, I'm telling you, there was nothing. You know what? Even talking about the only redeemable thing about this was the visuals and the action. Michael, tell me an action sequence that you liked. Um, nothing stood out. Yeah, nothing. I'll Even in ju- the movies that I hate. I'll be the judge of that. I'll be the judge of that nothing it's all generic Jamie I'm telling you it was like even movies I hate I can find like oh that was a cool moment even Mummy there were cool visual scenes I'm like that was a cool set piece I remember that in Transformers it's bullets and flailing bodies I don't yeah I mean at one point Optimus Prime is being threatened by the knights for some reason I'm not even sure why yeah they all start fighting him then yeah. all of a sudden they're not fighting him and they're friends and it's like I'll join you because knights <laughs> united I'll be the judge of that. You can be mad as hell. I'm so mad. <laughs> you can watch. come back. You're right, 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 yeah, because I don't want to see terrible movies. <laughs> this is a summer of bad movies to me, Michael. I, I, I don't go to the movies to be not I entertained. I mean, to be fair, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just your luck. It's like you guys, you two go on a movie night. <laughs> we just see bad shit. watching terrible shit. <laughs> All right. So, you know, maybe you should wait till, you know, I get to watch it. It would have been terrible even if you were there. <laughs> I would have made it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on to some Michael news. No, which is, uh, attack oh, on right. t- uh, yeah, attack let's on Titan. A new segment. Okay. Why are you forgetting me? Let's talk about anime with Jamie. Yes, we're wait, doing. <laughs> wait, we need to come up with a song for her. Oh God, I don't, I don't want a song. I already have a song. Yeah. Anime with Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, I read it. 
I don't know why. Um, Jordan's really into singing. Yeah, I am. <laughs> One day I'm gonna release all the videos of him singing, all different songs, because I have so many of them. Anime so, is so truly amazing. outrageous. That's no, just copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna start talking about anime every podcast. Um, prob- mostly it's gonna be about you know what's hot in the season or like what people talk about or just straight up what we all watched because I don't I know that Jordan watches some animes. I don't mm-hmm. know how much anime you watch, Michael. I watch some. You watch some. There's a lot that I'm catching up on. Okay, so tell me your favorite anime, Michael. Favorite is Dragon Ball Z. You basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, you're, okay, Jordan, your is going to be basic too. So hey, I like me. I like Dragon Ball Super. Like, yeah, I like no. Dragon Ball. Dra- I'm, tell I mean, me your I like, favorite. I mean, tell like me all of favorite. the Dragon Ball. Gurren Lagann. That's my favorite anime. Really? Yeah. All huh. the time favorite. Like, like, that's the most inspiring, motivational, manly man anime of all time. I thought you would say Naruto. Fuck that. Or Fairy Tale. I mean, I love Naruto. Or Fairy Tale. I don't even watch Fairy Tale. Did like you not that. watch Fairy Tale? Not really. I thought you did. I, I've watched it, but I, I haven't. Betrayed. I haven't watched all of it. I've watched more of it than One Piece, but like I watched all of Naruto. And it's like it's like one of those things where it's like the I, I feel like long form anime can never be as good as like the short stories, because like just by virtue of like it's gotta be filler and you know, okay okay. Like, Naruto is like my favorite long form anime. Mm-hmm. DBZ is like you know my childhood first. Yeah, love. you just have to. <laughs> yeah, it was like okay. gateway everything else. Okay. But then you know Gurren and that kind of crystallized everything I love about anime in one show. True, true. Who the hell do you think I am? That was a really good show. You really know, want to cosplay? I've never even heard of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really want to cosplay her, but then I realized I didn't really have what she has, so I kind of gave up on it. Who Yoko? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Yoko has you know. Giant boobs. Giant boobs. <laughs> this is like, in, I don't know how, I don't know, whatever. I'll figure it out. But anyways, you know, as for me, um, I really liked um, Full Metal because Full Metal was, like other than DBZ and Sailor Moon, yeah. like Full Metal was my gateway anime and then Brotherhood came out and was just epic. And then I guess I like Kill a Kill a lot. Kill a Kill is your favorite anime? I mean, not favorite. My favorite is like Full Metal, but like right oh, now, okay. I just, I can't pick my favorite other than like, I don't know, like Darker Than Black or like... Really? Darker Than Black is favorite? I have way too many. Look, my favorite is Full Metal is what I just established. <laughs> I, I won't fight you on Full Metal, that. but Darker Than Black, I'm like... I just or, established <laughs> that, but like I just... But to be fair, like I watch a fair amount of anime. Every once in a while, I try, you know, like the latest anime or like random animes that I try on like... Bikini Warriors. <laughs> it's really random. <laughs> Guys. It's actually hilarious. It's, it's like really fun. If you play RPG game, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you should probably watch it alone. You no, know, or at least not with family. No, <laughs> definitely not with family. It's Bikini like Warriors. Etchy hentai kind of thing. Very, very. But hilarious. Like genuinely funny. Very, very relatable. It's the funniest boner you'll ever have. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I was watching. I'm like, oh my god, so relatable, but it's so hentai. Like, very, very. So wait, hentai. what are we talking about today? Attack on so Titan. So today we are talking about Tekken Titan because <laughs> that is not how the song goes. Yeah, it is. That's season one. Well, that's like the main theme in my mind. What's the season two theme?
close. <laughs> yeah. Na 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 na. Yeah. Na na na. I think Clarissa explains it all. Na 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 na. Am I leaving all this in or? You're supposed to chime in, but okay. So season two just ended. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it was very short. Very very short. I didn't know it was gonna end like that. No, I mean I've read the manga up until a certain point, but beyond where season two ended. Mm-hmm. And like I, I'll give the 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 mangaka credit. Like the way he draws art is like so detailed and like portrays motion so well. Like it conveys motion in his strokes. Extreme, I feel like. But it translates. It's terrifying. But it translates. Like even in a still image, I get the sense. I, I could almost envision the scenes of the anime, which is, has amazing animation, mm-hmm. just from the stills that he draws. So no. seeing like the 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 animation though, but the, the music, oh it just music, takes it to another level. <sighs> so just, I love. I, pr- I do prefer the anime, but I I love the manga. I do you tried. watch it dubbed or subbed? Subbed. We will sub. I don't like dubs for the most part. Aha. Ha, ha, ha. It depends on what I see first. Ha, 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 like from an alchemist. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> American dub was suck. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, for, like usually when I watch it, I watch the 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 uh, dubbed first. Because uh, cause usually I don't feel like reading, but then go going back and listen to the the sub. I'm like, yeah, I like I prefer. Of I, I don't even I don't even watch the English English versions anymore. Because yeah. it's stupid. Like even an hour or two, I'll compare it. No, that's way better in Japanese. Yeah. It depends what the show is. Hmm. The Dragon Ball Z, I prefer the English voices all day. Okay, DBZ. Nah. nah, I mean, now that, now that I'm used to the Japanese, I prefer the Japanese I voices. Hate Goku's Japanese Goku voice. Goku sounds a little weird. It's like, Goku's a little, he sounds a little whiny, but I still prefer overall. Yeah, whiny, like, it just doesn't match up, you know? Like, it doesn't. His neck is too thick for that voice. <laughs> His voice is like, yeah, his voice is super high. <laughs> there we go, right yeah. there. That's yeah. him. Oh, sorry. Going back to Attack on Titan. Um, is it spoiler? Spoiler free? It's I mean, sp- Michael, you haven't seen it, right? No. I've only seen the first episode of the first season. Man, it's really hard. <sighs> first episode of the first season. All right, so how do you want to do this? I mean, I, I don't care about spoilers, so but it depends on... I don't know about the viewers. Mm-hmm. Or the viewers, um, the listeners. <laughs> I mean, we could do a season recap. We could do a season recap, I guess. That'd be better. Do I remember all the plot details of the whole season? I kind of do. Okay. Um, you know, like eventually they talk about like the giant in the wall. Okay. The oh yes, the season opens with the big mm-hmm. mystery. Don Don Don. Season where a uh, piece of the wall falls off. You haven't got this far, Michael. Mm-mm. But a piece of the wall that protects all of the remaining of humanity falls off. It's, it's on revealed. Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. As a Titan's face behind the wall. So, like it's in the wall. In the wall. Titan so the, is in the wall. So the revelation is the walls are made of titans. Dun, dun, dun. Why is that? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then you kind of find out that some people know the reason why, but that they just won't tell. And the It seems thing as though that, the, church, mm-hmm, uh, the church, the religion that, of the community. That worships. The wall. AKA. The titans? Yeah. And then they also talk about how, you know, like titans are going to punish us and all that. Remember? Oh, yeah. But they keep everything under, like, low-key. They don't Very actually explain key. it yet. They do go into it in the manga. So I guess they're saying it for next season. They have uh, a lot of answers to get. The season's been kind of hectic. So they, had, they didn't have time to ask those questions yet. Like, overall, this arc was about, you know, um, that wall, the revelation of um, Armor Titan and Colossal Titan. Mm-hmm. Also, um, of 
Like where where the Titans actually come from? Like yes, I think the the first episodes focus on um, there being a Titan outbreak within mm-hmm. one of the walls, and the assumption is that like before, um, Titans breached the walls, but turns out no, that not was case. not the case at all, because. Like, they go into this, like, this village where, you know, like, there was, like, Titan out- outbreak, but no casualties. Like, all the bodies are, just, are gone. How odd. Dun, dun, dun. And I guess, like, uh, also, you know, we actually got to explore the backstory oh, wait, of... For all those who don't even know what Attack on Titan is, though, real quick, do you want to just... It, it's essentially a zombie anime. I have it! I have it! I have it. I mean, how do but you not Rather than know? being zombies and there being an infection, they're just giant man-eating people. They look like giant man-eating naked people without genitals. <laughs> Humanoid. But I shit you not, when, if you, like, look up Titan, Titan, like, Titan, like, GIF, you will literally see, like, naked person but no genital just running. It's terrifying. terrifying. And the way they run with the animations, yeah. Like, the weird abnormal running wa- patterns, like head wobbling and arms swinging. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's it's surprisingly frightening for something so simplistic and kind of ridiculous. Yeah, naked body running. Like if you saw a normal sized man running you like that, <laughs> you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" I just kick a mic. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy hobo. But it's terrifying. But imagine someone like thirty feet tall running at you like that, <laughs> and they can eat you and tear you. And, for, and they, there's also a mystery of, like, why they even do that, because they don't have an internal digestive system. So it's kind of like zombies, where it's like, they don't need to eat, but they do. But why? And they don't eat animals. Like, they only eat humans. So why? Yeah, I remember in the first episode where the two of them ripped a uh, human... Uh, I'm, I'm taking my mouth away from the mic. <laughs> but they ripped a human in half, and then one of them, like, just started chewing on them. Yeah. So I mean, I remember. Wasn't, yeah, that's the end of end of um episode one. End of episode one, which yeah. was the mom. you know Aaron's mom, which actually comes back in the end of the season. Yeah, that Titan comes back, which was. There's <gasps> a rematch. And of course, you know we do. They have personalities, or they're just are they the just Titans? like mindless drones? Um. No, the Titans don't have minds. Like well, they're, they're mindless, but the, well, since the twist is that there's actually abnormal. spoilers again. Humans, not even the, the abnormal ones, don't necessarily have personalities. Well, they're more intelligent. Are they more intelligent? It looks like they are. Like, don't they, like, use strategy when it comes to, like, attacking people? I don't know if Think it's strategy it. or if it's just, like, that's their their uh, abnormality. But even by doing so, doesn't that prove their intelligence? No, because not necessarily. Because there, there are abnormals that are just, like, dysfunctional. Like yeah. The, like the mother mm, uh, right. abnormal who just can't, who's, like, has a giant torso and head but small arms and legs so she can't move. True. You know oh, I, mean? I guess she does fall under abnormal. Yeah. Like, okay, abnormal just means they're different than... Oh. Yeah. Poor Connie. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're mostly... They're mostly mindless for the most part. Um, but there are characters who have the ability to transform into Titans, which is also a mystery being unraveled mm-hmm. in the story. And like, how, like, how they have those abilities, how? where those abilities why? come from. Yeah, why? Um, who can do it and why they can do it. And why they do it. And like, some of them are on certain missions and we don't know why but then there's some missions and then later on we actually you know finally figure out the name we have we find um aaron's new ability oh at the end of the season at the end of season yes i guess we're spoiling it right so we just talking we're about just I, I might as well i mean we're doing recast but we already talked about like Connie's mom and everything okay well then let's let's kind of narrow it down to um some of the character revelations like ymir because there's a big part in the middle of the season 
um, where it's revealed that Ymir is a Titan, and Ymir is Titan. Um, I hate his name. I love her relationship with Christy, and like their well, Historia. Historia. <laughs> yeah. Krista. You mean? Krista. Yeah, Krista. Because it's a lesbian. Yes. But it was just and like, it's so pure though. The, like just the <sighs> yes, but the, like the their relationship mm-hmm. and how like Ymir's that character doesn't even trust herself, but by leave, believing in Krista who believes in her, mm-hmm. he's able to kind of overcome her own shortcomings. Exactly. Like it's like if I, I can't trust myself, but I trust what you trust in me. Yeah. You know, like and that's like that's a beautiful relationship in a way. And the thing is, even if um Historia um Krista comes up as a very strong individual she also is very flawed too yes and the thing is that they make each other better yes yeah and it's beautiful just like mikasa <laughs> and aaron oh my god mikasa gets so terrifying yo my chick you need to oh watch attack on titan just for mikasa because she, if you call may bay from agents of shield mikasa is bay mikasa is basically may <laughs> younger version of me i would argue more badass too, <laughs> that she, too yeah. she's got moments where she's like it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. I'm protecting error no matter what. It's like, Give me God. back. No, just listen to me. Give him back. Just listen to me. Please listen. Give him yo, back. Yo, the okay. way she talks down to Bertold and uh, yes. <laughs> in Titan form, she's looking yeah. at him like, you give him back. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck what your excuses how, are. like, the drawing was done. Like, her face looks so shadowy. Yeah. Like, she looked terrifying. But like, on the flip mm. side, she's probably the hardest character maybe if, if anybody's second to Levi at most you know what I mean like if anybody else is more badass it's Levi but those two are the most badass characters what about but only Mikasa like only to Eren did Mikasa soften she goes True. from like one side <laughs> to the other no I just <laughs> literally even the way she's drawn changes like when she's next to Eren she gets softer like the lines of her face get soft when it comes to drawing yeah when she's alone it gets a little bit like thicker and sharper yeah remember like the last episode like when she's talking about and talking to like Aaron as if she's saying goodbye. Yes. Like that shiny, sparkly background and her eyes were teary. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Thank you so much for giving me exactly. Scarf. Like and instead of kissing him, kissing her because he friend zones her all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, literally, she's leaning into it and he just gets her. He's like, what even? Then? It's a boss moment though. And he's like, I will wrap around you as often as you can for as long as you want. I'm like, oh. Yeah, she fangirled. <laughs> you can see in her face, she fangirled. <laughs> but no, it's so cool. Because that was basically the, the segueing moment that um, revealed his new power. What was it called? Uh, coordinator. Coordinator. I thought that was, like, I mean, I didn't read the manga because the manga terrifies me. I tried, I couldn't do it. What? It's no, the anime. That, no, I should, no, it's just that manga, the... The drawing remind me of this um, very well-known um, Japanese horror. Oh, manga. I love that guy. I hate that guy. The um, the, the story with the holes. And yeah, dirt, holes dirt, and dirt, like, the, dirt, stop dirt, it. Dirt, 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 dirt. <laughs> I used to get nightmares because of that. This hole was made for me. Stop. Dirt, dirt, stop. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. You do it again. I dare you. I hope someone out there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's do like, it. you know what I'm talking about, Michael? No, no you don't. Oh, Good. It's like this really weird stop. Japanese horror comic. It's like this guy Stop. who like walks into a hole, and it's like a hole. It's like a hole. Because <laughs> it's a weird premise. Let me just describe it. It's like these these holes in the cliff that these people discover, and every hole is exactly the shape of someone on the on the planet Earth. 
So if you find your hole, you're compelled to walk into it. And what you don't realize is like as the hole, like as you walk into it deeper, the hole narrows. Yeah, exactly. But it narrows so so impossibly subtly that you're able to walk through it despite it like narrowing to impossibly narrow positions. So on the other side of the mountain of that same cliff, there's these tiny slits. So if on one side there's holes with people-shaped holes, on the other side there's tiny slits. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but if these holes are connected to the ones on the other side, how, how are people, people supposed to get through? Exactly. So then what you see is one of the main characters, like he walks through it, and it zooms into the hole from the other side, him making it through to the other side of the, the mountain. And he's this weird misshapen monster blob, like uh-huh. coming through the hole in like, this weird thin shape. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, he, he goes, dur, 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 dur. Uh-huh. Sounds ridiculous? Horrifying to see. <laughs> the thing is, like, this is not the only story. He writes many short stories, and they're yeah. all terrifying and grotesque and visually disturbing. Extremely disturbing. I thinking about it, I I got goosebumps. I used to get nightmares for years because of this. Like, there's umbrella story, like the flying umbrella. It is. It is drawn similar to that on time. Exactly. No, that's right. why I can't stand it's the heavy it. shadows and the that, lines. I hate yeah. that line. Yeah. I can't. And the reason why I mentioned okay, so back to what what, what I was talking about. Yeah. The reason why I mentioned this is because um, because I didn't read manga. I don't really know what is gonna happen or like um what the animation didn't show me okay so um i guess my question is i thought aaron's power would be what's considered as like quote-unquote king's power i don't remember it might have been why are you here then (laughs) i don't want to give you spoilers for the manga anyway but they haven't fully revealed the purpose of the coordinator ability yet and because the thing is that um like the ending credit has a lot of like different images and i feel like that is supposed to give us some clues you know like the picture of a king standing over and like children eating body parts there's some significance to that so i'm going to assume like eating body parts like that's how you get the titan uh, titan's power yeah but that was revealed in the season yeah that was but then like but then there are more images in that like the goddess image or like i'm not sure about the titan is like submerging from the ocean also that i'm not sure about it could be, but I, it might also just be like you no know, religious like imagery. No way. I mean, this anime has way many like way too many symbolism to do that. Like this, the plot itself is extremely. No, it seems as though something was done to the rest of humanity. Like by da da da. I don't know. Like, would it be crazy if, they, if you get outside of the walls and there's no titans? Like you know what I mean? Like <gasps> it was something like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. The who designed that kind of shit? I don't know. I mean, but Bertold and um, what's his name? Rainer, Rainer, yeah. Rainer. Bertold and Rainer. They they keep talking as if like the hometown, the, the, their hometown isn't as bad as the world within the walls. So who knows? And in the manga, I don't think they've gotten they've explained that yet either. Mm. Oh, and speaking of them, you know, I kind of wondered if like Rainer was gonna be like the colossal. Because of the hairstyle. Oh, yeah, Ryan was a colossal titan. But I didn't know that Bert um was Bertolt. Bertolt was gonna be the the colossal. I love the fact. I, I'm like, oh! I love the reveal because I I literally in the manga when I read that I, I I had no idea. I wasn't smart enough to be like, oh, the hair. The hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the hair when it comes to animation. Yeah, Annie, pay attention. Like Annie's to hair. hair was the same. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you start putting together like, oh, who has mm-hmm. similar hair? 
Myrtle's, I mean, the Colossus Titan's bald, though, so yeah. it's hard to tell. But Reiner is Reiner, the... Like, that's armor, not obvious, armor. but it wasn't. <laughs> but when they get that reveal, I like the fact that they're not straight-up villains. Like, they themselves... First of all, Reiner had to split his personality Because he couldn't with cope with what he's yeah. done. Because you lived that so long. And I love that they touched on it, where it was like the, the other team members kind of like bringing Sasuke back with Team 7 and Naruto. Oh, geez, <laughs> It was of kind course. of like, was it all a lie? Like, did our relationship mm-hmm. mean nothing? No, and it I like meant... That they had, mm-hmm. the, what were you going to say? It meant so much that to the point that they felt so bad about the original mission that they why they came into like mm-hmm. inside of the wall they hate themselves every day for mm-hmm. it basically but they their their rationalization was like and we don't know what the reason is Mm-mm. but it has to be done so it's like if they actually do like them and they're saying that like what is it that is like the actual mission what mm-hmm. is it that's actually happening here to make these people who don't want to do these things do these horrible things and mm-hmm. they even say like you committed an atrocity more like bigger than anything else yeah. in the world's history. Like you killed how many thousands mm-hmm. of people with that event? Like do was it half the population? Do this? Was it half the population of the yeah. ring? Yeah, like, like within the wall. Yeah, more than half. Yeah, right. Yeah, and these are you know these are kids, so it it also fucks with them. But to be fair, like Titans really don't age, like the way we age. Wait, what? No, they don't. Remember? Wait, no, what do you mean they don't age? Like Titans don't age. Like remember, like Numer. Yeah. Like, she was in the ground for so many years, wasn't she? Yeah, but as a titan, you don't age. Uh, but as a like, human form, I guess you age. Yeah, like Aaron would still age. It's just that when you're in titan, if you're stuck in titan form, oh. you don't age. So how do you know, like, how old they really are then? You See, once don't. again. So, like, they like, look Ymir young. Like, is hundreds of years old. Yeah. Because she became a titan for however long. Mm-hmm, and passed. then got stuck in... So who you know who says that um Bert and um Reiner wasn't in that situation again? Look, well, maybe outside of the wall, maybe they just stay in their arm like. That but I I like them as characters. Like, and like we mentioned Game of Thrones before, mm-hmm. Attack on Titan does the same thing where they built Reiner and Bertolt. Like I even though I wasn't as connected to Bertolt, I really liked Reiner. I even really did in like this that. season. He saved uh, a couple of people. Connie. <laughs> yes. So all the Titans, former humans, stuck in. The theory, yes. The theory. All the Titans that you see used to be human at some point. And they've become Titans. And Why? We don't know. There's still a mystery as to why that happens. Well, I mean, like, you can kind of look at it and tell. It looks like it's obvious, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the bland face. But the action this season? <sighs> off the fucking chain. Oh Yo, God. when Eren fought the armor Titan, it was dope in the manga. That but was in the anime, amazing. It was a different level. When he goes gangster and goes, give me that neck. And he yeah. throws him to like a submission hole. Uh-huh. Oh my God, it was that so all, bad. All that just moves, that was really good. The flashbacks uh, to Annie teaching him. It's yes. Like, the worst thing you fuckers did was teach me how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> Same thing. You lose so much in Attack on Titan that when we start winning, this is like, Like Eren. Yeah! Usually it's Eren. You know, like he lost so much. That's anybody. Because one of my one of the most badass moments in this season, and so far for me in the entire manga, kind of spoilers, but not really because he doesn't die. But when Erwin gets bit, oh off my the god, horse, yeah, and he still bro, goes. Let me set the scene for you real quick. Ready? Commander of the Survey Corps, the last remaining best fighting force against Titans and humanity. That's it. He's the leader of that fighting force. Erwin leads the charge against a, a suicide, like, scramble against Titans. Uh, it was Bertolt and Reiner, right? Mm-hmm. He literally leads a swarm of Titans to cut them off of the pass because they have Eren and they're trying to escape with them. 
He leads, like, he literally uses his horses and his men to gather mm-hmm. titans around the area. Using and charge themselves as towards them. Yes, and charge toward the titans to, like, cut them off. First of all, badass in itself. Mm-hmm. So literally you see a scene. Yeah, so he has his own set of titans? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. So he's using himself as a bait. Yeah. Oh. He and basically, were, to... they're going this way. They ran around and gathered titans all around them to chase them. Because titans are very simple. They won't just, like, chase you because you're food. Mm -hmm. So you're running away trying to think what's mine. So what I'm going to do... It's kind of like in The Walking Dead where they try to redirect the herd. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. This man is riding with the best of the best with titans on his back. Mm -hmm. And he tells them this is it. This is humanity's last chance. First of all, it's always humanity's last chance. Always. <laughs> Every, he, everything, everything they do is a gamble yeah. for humanity's like, existence. It's they like, fuck up, they're done. Exactly. Sometimes more than others. <laughs> <laughs> so this, um, Erwin leading the charge. He's, he gives us this amazing speech. The music's swelling. It's Game of Thrones. Yeah. In every, in every oh fucking single God, way, it's no. Game of Thrones. And he's like, advance! And just as the music swells, it's this moment of like victory. A titan grabs him off his horse yeah. by the arm, like his heart bit his arm. He's bit his arm, but he, he's like his blood spraying. Everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And you, as I remember, also going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker turns, points for his free arm, which has a sword still in it, and goes, "What are you waiting for? Advance!" And he's being dragged back dragged to the titans. Back. It's like, yo, he's a fucking badass. Like, your arm got bit. It's gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> and, and the thing, chances are, you're going to get eaten alive by, by Titan. All the Titans behind you. Does he scream? No. Does he say anything? No. He literally goes, go. Do your it's, fucking mission. It's like tear-inducing. It's oh, so bad. It's like, it oh, so epic. oh, you're a fucking it was boss. It's so epic. <laughs> it's like, uh, you feel that moment. And before that, I wasn't that big of an Irwin fan. I got liked because he kind of came off like too. I don't know, like dickish. stuck up. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like it. <laughs> he's that leader that you need that has like unwavering uh, dedicate. Not dedication. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mission, no, mission, undedicated. No, he's unwavering unwavered resolve. resolve. And in that moment, you see the unwavering resolve because right he's there. like he's like he should be going. Ah! No, he goes attack. He's like attack, and then they're all like. Yeah, and people are dying left and right, but it's just so badass that even in like overwhelming odds, he has the fucking like power of leadership to motivate these men to keep charging forward into death. Because he char- is Titans to the back and Titans in front of him, and they're like, "Fuck it, go for Aaron." And you want to continue how he comes back too, because he comes back from death. Dude, this motherfucker comes back. <laughs> and once they actually get to the colossal titan and the armor titan who are carrying away um Aaron, the main Aaron. Mikasa tries to free Aaron and was it oh cause it was uh it was uh Armin mm-hmm. Armin tries to reason with Berthold to, <laughs> right well really he tries to reason at first but then he's like what can I say to this guy to make him get off his game so no, that we have a chance more to get more so he says what do I need to sacrifice because yes he had a flashback of like everybody has to sacrifice something for us to win this war yeah. so what he gives up is in a way his humanity is because that he's a character who always is very gentle warm empathetic caring mm-hmm. but he lies he lies saying that because there's another titan who got captured and it's a girl and it's their like um their teammate the, the titan's teammate and he lies about how she's being tortured 
every day and night. It was basically Gilberto Light. So yeah. it, it appealed to his, like, you know. Rage. Yeah. So that gave him the opening he needed to get Aaron back. And who really jumps in and makes that opening is motherfucking Erwin with one goddamn one hand. He cuts open fucking the armor titans, like, like this ribcage yeah. or whatever, just enough to get Aaron out. And it's like, yo, the motherfucker's still alive. And <laughs> what? What? He fell on his horse. Oh yeah, he, he saves him. He, him and he landed falls on his horse. And then we're like, oh no, he's falling. And he, he falls on his horse and like, like runs off. I'm like, yo, this dude is like Tom Cruise and mummy. <laughs> <laughs> he won't quit. <laughs> but that's so oh my god, that whole sequence. And then like Game of Thrones, like you get all these highs and lows, even in one fight. Because in that last battle. Even after all that shit, you st- still thought Erwin was gonna die mm-hmm. because then everything goes to shit and like yeah, the yeah, Titans, yeah. like fucking colossal Titan or Armor Titan starts chucking Titans, literally like, chucking, like, beating motherfuckers with motherfuckers. <laughs> he just grabs Titan like and, what Wonder Woman did, yeah, yeah. Did. <laughs> and throws them at the survey cores and like fucks up their line. So like they're all like in disarray and you think everybody's gonna die. Erwin's being surrounded, like Aaron and Mikasa mm-hmm. are being surrounded because they're dealing with that tighten to kill their mom and that's why they were saying goodbye speech oh because of crying and looking all girly that was beautiful because right before that she was a total badass mm-hmm. so for her like to go like, 180 yeah like go that. soft because she's like if we're gonna die i want you to know that i love you and she didn't get to say it oh no she didn't have to say it i felt it. yeah and then you get the moment where aaron reveals his new power of the coordinator which was which beautifully also dawn. badass yes it I didn't, first I didn't get it when it happened. I'm like, whoa, huh? Oh, like. It's it funny that you say that too, because they conveyed it better in the anime than they did in the manga. They did, huh? Yeah. Because there's a moment where when he punches mm-hmm. the um, mother killer titan's hand, it's just immediately, the next scene in the manga is like, they all, I think, I think it might be a lightning flash, but the next scene is they all just dogpile on the titan. Mm-hmm. But in this, when he punches, uh-huh. when he swings, yeah. a titan immediately appears yeah. in the background behind him and like lunges at the other titan. So it looks like as he's punching, the titan's an extension of his fist and attacking That's Corrin. how I saw it too, yeah. But that scene wasn't in the manga. Um, I don't think it was. Maybe it was, I'm just forgetting. But it was it was executed so well in the in the anime. It was... I want to know like what he's going to do with this power. And um, like I said, the teaser was released... Um, for the next season, which is coming out next year, it's not a video. It's just um, it shows different images of clips. Mm. Um, it shows you know like Aaron bleeding on his mouth and some images. I can't really like none of them really stood out to me as much because I think because I didn't read manga. You said it was one on the beach. Yeah, but at the end, they're on the beach. Okay. So I guess because you know like remember. Oh, I know what that scene is. Yeah. <laughs> Remember season one, episode one, they always talked about ocean and you know mm-hmm. how they all want to watch yeah. the air, so I guess It's not a real watch. scene. It's it's something that they're thinking about, but there's a reason why they're thinking about it. Why are they I'm not going to tell you why. Got to tune in next season. Why? Or read the manga because they got that no, part in the manga. No, I can't read manga. I told you why I can't read manga. Dur, 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 not dur, okay. You know what? Dirter <laughs> than a scary ass was dirter just, just like just made me feel like, ew. Um, there's one episode about ice cream. Huh? Ice cream. <clears throat> There's an ice cream truck that goes around, right? And like you eat that ice cream, it's like oh, it's so good. You're eating, eating, right? And then like oh, you know, it's it's in the, it's hot outside, so ice cream's melting. So you're like trying to lick 
like the melted ice cream it's like dripping on your hand so you're like licking you're like everything that's like dripping on you okay but as you're licking it you're actually licking your body huh? and you actually like end up eating yourself what i know what the fuck i don't huh? know but it was terrifying how does that make sense i don't know but it was terrifying it was so terrifying. Anime with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I mean, what, what the fuck? I mean, it's summer. It gets pretty hot and nice. So you know, if you guys want to like enjoy some like really chilly night, what was his name? Oh my god, I need to look it oh, up. Like, I don't want to look it up name? now. I don't want. Yeah, can you look it up for me real quick? All right, I'll look it up. while we go into Michael News. We're done. We're done with Jamie's anime yes, corner. Jamie's anime corner is done. And next time, I guess I can talk about. I don't know. I'll talk about something. <laughs> anime with Jamie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll watch Attack on Titan season two. It's a freaking amazing show. Woo! If you haven't watched Attack on Titan yet, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Michael. It's it's one of my favorite animes, bar none. By far. I'm opening and ending songs. Like even they're on point. Like just the music in general. The animation, the music, the story, everything is amazing in that show. And it's like this it's just always expanding series of mysteries <laughs> and so far they're still juggling it well my fear was in the beginning of the show was that it was going to get tiresome like it was going to get like all right these explanations are stupid now no but they keep teasing it I out in the perfect way mm-hmm. they pace it right they give you just enough to go like mm-hmm. what does that mean what the fuck How does yeah that exactly yeah great anime great great, great. Anime. can't wait all right let's move on to michael news wait it's too fast that was way too fast. Sound like a pun. <laughs> Put it, Michael New Screech. <laughs> Whoa! All right. All right. I'll start with the truly outrageous, the most outrageous news of the week, oh. which is rage-inducing. Apparently, Fox is going to instead of giving it back to Marvel, they're rebooting the Fantastic Four again. For oh the yeah, third, I heard. For the third time, like kids-friendly version. Yeah, right? they're gonna focus on uh, Val- Valerie uh, Richards and uh, Franklin Richards. What? Instead of oh, Valerius, Valeria, not Valerie. Yeah, the kids of uh, Reed, Reed and Sue. And this is a movie. It's a movie. They're re- they're rebooting it and making okay. it more quote kid-friendly, which and it's still Fox. It's still Fox, no. which I guess they looked at all the uh, the memes that have come out, like Disney made the best Fantastic Four movie, and it was The Incredibles. Yeah. So now they're probably like, hmm, well, maybe we'll do that. Like, no, no. So is it still going to be John and Sue and... Yeah, it's still, they're still going to be the Fantastic Four, but they're going to focus on the kids now. The two kids, which... It's stupid, basically. It's very stupid. Is it going to be a direct sequel to Fan Forstick? <laughs> no, it's it's, <laughs> oh, it's a complete reboot. That sounds interesting. It's I mean, sounds terrible. <laughs> I, it's just weird to switch focus to the kids of the Fantastic Four when we haven't even gotten a decent Fantastic Four movie. I agree. That's why I'm like, <laughs> they've, already, they've tried three <laughs> times already. Like, they had the original one in the 90s. Yeah. That was terrible. Then they had the one in 2000 with, uh, what's it for? When Chris Evans was a uh, human torch. Yeah. And then they had Fan Four Stick. In hindsight, those were great. <laughs> in hindsight, those were excellent. <laughs> so, like, you've already, you tried three times. Give it, give up the goat, but they want, they want the friends. I don't, like, they can't even get X-Men right. But at least they're making money with X-Men. <laughs> with this, like, I feel like they're just throwing their money away because 
every single movie has not made money, but yet they keep trying. Like just get th- th- three times you're out, three strikes you're out. Is it gonna be like a baby Doom, like a baby Doctor Doom? How's that gonna work? <laughs> I don't even. Know, I don't even know if Doom's gonna be in the movie. I mean, they shouldn't. They paint with those same colors how many times? Like you might as well switch it up. But like Doctor Doom's like a staple of Fantastic Four. Like I don't know. Just like with that X Men movie, this might be. But yeah, like amazing all the, or maybe horrible. Yeah, all the horrible Fantastic thing. Four are still gonna be in it. Like Human Torch, the thing, obviously Reed and Sue because they're the parents, but. I don't even want to see a movie like Franklin Richards is essentially like yeah that's another thing he's God yeah he's like a a God of the Marvel Universe like what exactly are you going to do like anything he can snap his fingers and and make anything happen so what's going to change his powers they're going to have to they're going to have to change his powers maybe he can just stretch and become invisible (laughs) they're going to make him dash he's going to have super speed wow I bet you they will (laughs) They're going to change all of their powers. He's going to have super speed. He's like that. The, yeah, the, the daughter's going to have an b- energy bubble. Oh, God. This... I hope Fox knows what they're doing. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and then going back to uh, last week's podcast where I said Kevin Feige said that Venom and, LOL. Yeah, oh. Venom and Black Cat and Silver Sable are not part of the MCU. Well, uh... Amy Pascal... <laughs> With Kevin Feige having that sad Batman face. Yeah. Yo, he was so like, bitch, uh, what'd you just say? Shut up. No like, one signed yeah. ink to paper saying that. <laughs> she came out and said, well, actually, Black Cat and Silver Sable and the Venom movie are a part of the MCU. And the Aunt May Soul film. <laughs> which, I don't, th- I don't know if I'm a fan. I mean, I want them a part of the MCU. Venom doesn't make sense without him. Like, Venom has it, to be an MCU. He does. Like the the whole idea, like even the emblem. Where does he get the Spider Man emblem if not for Spider Man? Yeah. But the fact that a this movie's coming out next year before Infinity War, mm. so you can't even use that as like a. Well, no, I, I think it's coming out after because I think. Oh, it is. Venom's coming out in October. So there's a chance. But at the same time, it doesn't like. It doesn't translate because let's say. Venom. For argument's sake, Peter does get the black suit in in, in Infinity War. When is it going to go to like? When is it going to go to Brock? How long is it, like? You don't spend any time because it's not going to focus on Peter with the black suit because the movie's yeah. Infinity War, mm-hmm. not Spider Man being black or whatever. So it's like, when are you going to have time to translate? Like post credit scene. It's, ah. it's not enough. Wait, okay, t- okay. Let me set it's up. not enough up. time spent me, on it. Let me set it up for you. Let me set up the possibility. Ready, ready, ready. So Infinity. War, the first movie, ends the way the first half of Infinity Gauntlet, the comic series, did, where, where Thanos stops his fingers mm-hmm. and a third of the population disappears, wherever the fuck, ready? But Spider Man is not there. Spider Man, maybe he's in the movie, like he's there for the big like action sequence or whatever, but by the end of the movie, he's back <laughs> in Queens and he's chilling out at home. And that's when, because of all this alien crap happening, the symbiote oh. creeps into his room huh. in credits. And then in, in the Venom movie, it starts with him getting the symbiote, and the first 15 minutes is him using it, and then going, this is making me evil, and then he does something to get it off of him, and then he goes to Venom. <laughs> me there you go. Evil. 10 minutes with it. It's not a whole movie no. of Spider-Man in the suit. No. But no. <laughs> They're not going to do that. Because then you don't establish the hatred that he has for Spider-Man, why he's a villain. Like, it doesn't well, work. Oh, it oh, doesn't work. Oh, no, homecoming, no, though. No, 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 no. Well, no, homecoming is before everything. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, no, but what you could do is... If you do the first half, I'm making my movie here. <laughs> if you do the first half of the Venom movie, where Venom doesn't even have, this, they're not gonna ever do this. If, if, I'm if just saying they're not the, gonna. If Venom doesn't have a suit until the halfway point, the first half of the movie, it's both. It's both their movies. Hmm. 
So you follow Peter, and you follow the interaction, the cross-section of Eddie Brock and Peter Parker, right? Mm-hmm. Peter goes off and doing his own things in the Venom suit, so you get him as a secondary character, and you see over the course of like his interactions, maybe don't even show him doing it, but like you see it through like the, the reports and like the newsreels or whatever that he's becoming more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Then you go back to Peter at some point in the halfway point, and he realizes that the suit is actually making him more aggressive. Like you got a full 40 minutes or so with Spider-Man here and there in the suit while you're building up who Eddie Brock is, Brock is why do you care about him, I mean, how he relates to Peter Parker. Let me finish. <laughs> and then at the halfway point, you get that scene that happened kind of the halfway point in Spider-Man 3 too where the symbiote falls onto Eddie Brock. You don't have to make Peter Parker and in that way, maybe then Peter Parker is the villain because you're looking through the eyes of Venom. Uh... I mean, I mean, everything you're saying sounds nice. Are you nice. listening, MCU? Yeah, Are you listening? I, I mean, everything you say sounds nice, but we know that's not going to happen because going with that, the first Venom movie, the villain is going to be Carnage. That's the next set of news. Oh. So. <laughs> Wait, oh. I can fix this. Fix <laughs> it. Fix it. Do something. Yeah, I was like, so you can't. And then Carnage is like a, the child of the Venom symbiote. So it's like. Okay. He's your doomsday. Because in most of the movie, you're fighting against Spider-Man. In the last fight, no, he rejects no, his darkness. No. Venom rejects that's his darkness. Too, that's way too much going. Becomes an anti-hero. No. <laughs> and his rejected symbiote is Carnage. Way too so he's evil. Spider-Man and Venom team up to fight Carnage. So he's evil person. in the first half, and then all of a sudden, no. <laughs> that's too well, no, 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 no. Because if, if, like, this way, if you're, if you're following Eddie Brock as the main character, and Spider-Man is your secondary character slash villain, Eddie Brock is never characterized as a full villain. He only hates Peter Parker. So if you're going, looking through the eyes of Eddie Brock, he's not a bad guy. So when he rejects the evil of the symbiote, that's the stuff that made him like you know the monstrous venom, and that's the carnage. <laughs> and he fights carnage, which is not Cassidy, uh, Cletus Cassidy. He's just a carnage monster. No, like it's, no, it's going to be Cletus Cassidy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm listening. To, I'm like listening to everything you're saying, and I'm like, but yeah, but you don't know the rest of the news. I tried so hard. I'm like, yeah, there's more news. It's not. It's too much. And then on top of that, right, what gets up. me, like Kevin Feige came out and said, because because they also said that the Venom movie is going to be rated R. Okay. Kevin Feige came out and said, like, rated R is not something we're interested in doing right now. Yeah. So to me. When she comes out and says, oh, the MC is the Venom movie is going to be connected, quote unquote, I feel like it's going to be as connected as the Netflix series. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. You see, like, in the distance, somebody swinging in the distance. It's like, oh, Spider Man. Because, like, yeah. Same universe. Because <laughs> they said, because, like, so somebody was like, when they interviewed, she was like, oh, so Tom Holland, it's possible that Tom Holland could appear in the Venom movie. And she's like, anything's possible. And I'm like, yeah. like that's not a, that's very vague. And meanwhile, Kevin Feige gave him the that's, best that's there. Like when <laughs> Kevin, that's like when they, Kevin Feige came out, I was like, yeah, the Netflix characters could appear in the movies, but yeah. it's like, the coy. Yeah, but like, the perfect opportunity for that was like, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Age of Ultron, where they had the helicarrier show yeah. up, I don't know, like that was a perfect moment to have Coulson there, but yeah. he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then Joss Whedon comes out and says, well, in the movie universe, Coulson's dead. In the TV universe, he's alive. Like, I don't know if you what saw that comp. I don't know if you saw it. I'm like, but wait, it's supposed to be one. Really yeah, it's supposed to be one universe. Like, I also saw the argument, though, why that makes sense, only because if you only watch the movie, and you have to make these movies assuming people haven't seen everything of the Marvel continuity. So if you see the movies, within the movies, you've only seen Coulson. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was heavily marketed. So everybody pretty much knows Colson's Back because that was the whole ad campaign of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Colson's Back, Colson's Back, Welcome to Level 7. So even if you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you still know Colson's still alive. And they keep saying like on the ad campaign, it's connected. It's connected to the You could have done it as a joke too where it's like, Colson? long story you know what i mean it's just up there at that yeah but they didn't even do that yeah you're that right. was like a perfect opportunity for them especially since they made it a point in like season what was it season three or two that colson was the one that got nick fury the the, the helicarrier i guess also because that was why the avengers formed too so if it was like i'm alive it's like well, why the fuck we team? <laughs> i'm out <laughs> stark out <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, so yeah, Carnage is gonna be the main villain in uh, All right. I the don't first Spider-Man doing. movie. So, yeah, and I agree with you. I don't even just from Kevin Feige's look. You know what I'm saying? Like, and from like it being the complete opposite of the news of the, like the prior week, it feels like that was not planned. And it's it's not connected. At all. It's so tangentially connected. Like you say, it doesn't even matter if it is. Like, like I feel like, like they were in talks to probably make it, you know, to connect it somehow. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, she just blew her wide in that interview. Uh, was like, yeah. Like, it was like a power play. Yeah. It's like, like now you got it, motherfucker. <laughs> I put your ass out there. Yeah. And, 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 and it'll look kind of, you know, like like a lot of conflict behind the scenes if he was like, well, actually, mm. this is what really... <laughs> Like, but, he's probably, but he was like cussing, cussing her out in his mind like fuck you bitch <laughs> if I had mega beams right now I'd burn your ass I swear to god I know it's DC but I don't care <laughs> so yeah uh, so yeah that was the next set of news Carnage is gonna be the villain yeah. and uh the first uh venom movie i hope they just still do it my way i like my version of the venom movie they're not gonna do your version they're not gonna do that version Uh, but also keeping with spider-man it can't uh they said that tony stark because i guess all this news about oh spider-man homecoming tony stark iron man 4 they (laughs) they came out and basically said tony stark is not going to be in the sequel of Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, Spider-Man. It's just, this is a uh, single, single engagement event. It'll be Captain America. <laughs> oh, it might be. But they said, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's going to be a different hero in the sequel, but they didn't say who, who it's going to be. Oh, they did say it's going to be a hero? Yeah. It, said, it says, yeah, Spider-Man will feature a different hero from the Marvel Studios stable. I mean, you got to, you know, um, start both parent figures. <laughs> that's what they are in the Avengers. Think about it. So, yeah, yeah. it might be Captain America... Might be Thor. Might be Daredevil. Might be Thor. Daredevil. They might do. They might do Frog Thor. <laughs> Frog Thor. Awesome if it's Deadpool, but too bad we can't have that. No, it's not gonna be. But it, it, I, I wouldn't even want that because Tom Holland's what? like a Tom Holland's a child in the movies. Deadpool's yeah. a grown man. That's pedophilia. No, we don't want that. No. As opposed to the comic. Well, I mean, as opposed sequel. to the com- no, as opposed to comic sequel. books. Yeah, in the sequel, sequel he'll, he'll, he'll still be young. In a sequel, he's still gonna be in high school. Yeah. Is it gonna be high school senior? No, I think right wow. now. Right, like, how far can I push this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Whoa. I think, yeah, because I think right now, they didn't say what grade he was going to be in, but I think right now he's like a sophomore in high school. So, so it's going to be senior. Okay, where No, because no, Kevin Feige came out and said, like, he wants the Spider Man movies to be like Harry Potter ish, where every year. Fuck! It's like a new year school. Fuck! So, I mean, Captain we'll America it would make sense because Captain America and Iron Man did have moments of training him in Ultimate Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know. and especially if Iron Man dies in Infinity War. Can you shut the fuck up? I'm just saying, that'd be shut weird. Up. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be Cap. It's not gonna be Cap. It's not gonna no. be Cap. It's probably. Shut it's gonna up. be somebody. Shut up. Okay, look. Tony Stark has a. I mean, besides the obvious, think, besides the obvious of Vision, <laughs> Vision is gonna talk die. About this. I think Vision's gonna half die. Like he's gonna die for like that one movie and then come back to the next. Well, movie. yeah, he's a robot, so they can they can rebuild him. Yeah. 
But no, Iron Man's kind of fucked. Baby. Can you shut up? I'm just saying. I want to punch you. I want some Iron Riri, son. <laughs> Give me some Riri Williams in this bitch. That's not going to happen. That's never going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> At all. Nope. What if Zendaya's Riri? <gasps> Zendaya's <Yeah>. Riri. <laughs> no. No. Fuck. So anyway, yeah, I got a couple Spider-Man things that's going to drop. Uh, uh, keeping with the totally ridiculous... <laughs> Sony, what are you doing? <laughs> they came out and also said Craven and Mysterio are going to oh. get their own spinoff. Huh? Are they just partnering up anybody in the Sinister Six to try and they make a They are movie? because apparently the, I mean, these are the same. This is the same people that wanted to do an Aunt May movie. <laughs> They're just picking oh names out of a hat, though. Mysterio and Rhino. No, Mysterio and Craven. I mean, Mysterio and Craven. Next, yes. Yeah, uh, Rhino and. Hydro Man. Like, <laughs> they're going to get their own Except movie. The names in the hat. It's like, it ain't mean Hydro Man and Sandman. It says, to make Mud Man. C- <laughs> CEO Tom Rothman, the Hollywood Reporter, reveals Sony plans to follow its announced Venom and Silver and Black spinoffs with projects centering on classic rogues, Craven the Hunter, and Mysterio. Classic. They are classic. They are classic, yeah. but they're nothing without Spider. I don't want to see a fucking solo movie with them. Mysterio? Myst- yeah, exactly. Who are you? <laughs> it's like it's like he's not even that interesting. Like I didn't even like the rumors of him being the villain in Spider-Man 4. Well, no. I think he would be a decent villain. Like I want to see I want to see the main villain. I want to see him in Sinister 6, but now it's like a, a like a of a pair. Eh, it depends on how you do it cuz like the whole illusion aspect, that can work. Like if you do like a fake out of, oh my God, like Aunt May's dead, but then it's like, you know, it was an illusion or something like that. Or- oh wait, but he wasn't, I'm, I'm wrong actually. He wasn't going to be a main character in Spider-Man 4. He was actually going to be kind of what you're describing, which is like like a secondary villain. Kind of like the Scarecrow in Batman, where he's like, he's the villain you defeat in the beginning of the movie. It's like, oh, it's a throwaway villain. But like, I thought it'd be a cool idea, especially now that we're in the Avengers world, if it was like a thing where, oh my God, Ultron's back. But then you find out it was Mysterio. You know, doing some shit, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man has to fight Ultron. And then you find out, oh, it's Mysterio. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, he would be cool to see on, in, in the movies. Like, I would like to see more, you know, a different variety of Spider-Man's role gallery, but not as a solo, like, why are they trying to suicide squad this? With Craven. Oh, this is Craven is played by The Rock. <laughs> oh, they, that is, they don't have a chance. <laughs> they don't have a chance. It wouldn't be good, but they don't have a chance. <laughs> Maybe, because, I mean, The Rock was in Baywatch, and that movie bombed. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wow. So, I, I don't know what Sony, I don't know what the hell Sony's doing. Because clearly this is not coming from the MCU. The May Uncle Ben team up. You've all been waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no idea what's going on. But yeah, uh, again, continue with the Spider-Man Homecoming news. Uh, Donald Glover's character has been revealed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's speculating what he was, who he was playing. And it turns out he's playing... Uh, Miles Morales' uncle, the Prowler. Yay! Which is awesome. That's so uh, awesome. We're the ultimate Spider-Man, man. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Even though the movie for Miles Morales is animated, so I don't know how that's going to work, but... Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're going to tangentially... They're, they're probably not... I don't, actually don't even think they're going to mention, like, Miles until... If anything, they'll, they'll mention him maybe in, like, the third or fourth movie. Like, Dragon I think they're going to let, let Peter Parker have his run, then eventually mention Miles... It's never gonna like, with Marvel and Tom Holland. And Tom Holland's like he always wants to play Peter Parker. They're never gonna kill. They're never, never gonna kill him. All. Well, I don't even think they're gonna kill him. They might just do like the six one six where they're both together, like a team up. Well, eventually, when Tom Holland ages. No man, I want that epic Spider Man four mentor. death of Spider Man movie, man. I you're, want it. You 
you can want all you want. They're not going to do it. That was like one of my again. favorite deaths in combo history where he died in Ultimate Spider-Man. I really hope they do that. And then they say, they come out and officially said that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is based on the Ultimate Spider-Man. So, we all know how that story ends. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man no more. But. And then also, uh, Michael Mando from Orphan Black. He's been confirmed to play Mark uh, Gargan, who's the Scorpion. In the animated movie? No, in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, oh, he's the uh, the black guy? He he, is, he does he he does look black. I'm not sure if he's like act or like I don't know what his ethnicity is, but he looks black. Okay, that sounds cool. So he's not gonna be Scorpion in this movie though. He's, just he's not gonna be Scorpion, but he's playing Mark Gargan. So I guess you Matt know, Gargan. Yeah, Matt Gargan. Yeah, Mark Gargan or whatever. Mark yeah, Mark, Mark Gargan. <laughs> Mark Mac Pikachu. <laughs> Toma- tomato tomato. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, what it's else? Also, Venom. So, <laughs> coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. More, more Spider-Man news. But this one is the animated movie. Uh, Mahershala Ali. Yes. Has been cast. Cottonmouth. Yeah, Cottonmouth. He's been cast to play. Uh, where is it? I just lost. I lost it. Hold up. Uh, yeah, it does actually it doesn't say who's been cast. Oh no, he's been cast to play. Uh, uh, Donald Glover's role, the Aaron Davis, uh, the uncle, the Prowler. prowler? He's voicing yeah, the, yeah, 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 Kyle yeah. Kyle Mouth is the Prowler. Yeah, he's voicing the Prowler in the animated Miles Morales movie. So, actually, yeah. didn't you say that? Hmm. No, no, because if Miles Morales, that, like, I say that out loud. Miles Morales is the Prowler. I don't really fit. What? Miles, I meant Miles Morales. Blah. I was uh, like, Miles Donald, Morales is the Prowler. Donald Glover is the Prowler. That doesn't really fit. I mean, he might not play the Prowler. He's just play, playing his uncle. <laughs> he's, but he ultimately becomes a Prowler. <laughs> ultimately, yeah, but... Cottonmouth, like, yeah, that, but, that's I mean, the role. Like, that Ned, Ned Leeds ultimately becomes Hobgoblin, but we know they're not going to do that. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. In the movies. But if he's still the... But if he's, I'm saying, like, from a story like from a story stance, though, if he's going to be the uncle of Miles Morales, unless they're never going to go that way in the live-action stuff, but, like... You know what I'm saying? Like the character of the Prowler, especially in Ultimate Spider-Man, like that was Cottonmouth. I could see that casting, but I can't really see. Well, I mean, but he's just doing—he's just doing the voice, though. I know, but even I wish it was live action, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that. Would... A lot of people, a lot of us wish it was live action. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially, if you look at all the elements from Spider-Man: Homecoming. Everything like they're taking Miles' story, like way too much of it. They're taking way too much of Miles' story. Like the fact that he even has friends that knows his secret identity. Ah, Genki. Peter didn't have that. If Genki. like six one six Peter at least. Well, ultimate, ultimate Peter, Peter, Peter had, had Mary Jane. Yeah, and Gwen. That's and Gwen, well, eventually. Get back. <laughs> but yeah, like the whole thing is like Miles. No except... Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still Genki? Oh, he's definitely Genki. Yeah. Let me X out the thing so I'll make sure I don't repeat anything. Uh, going on to moving on, Power Rangers news. The director came out and basically said he feels the movie failed because of the PG-13 rating. What? And she what? probably should have been G or PG. He oh, says, really? He says, yes, oh, definitely, definitely. And not only do I think it, but there's been market studies on it and the findings have been that if the movie were rated pg and he said 
I don't want to go into the specific numbers, but if the movie had been rated PG, there would have been more traffic. I think parents were unsure if they could bring their kids to the movie, which surprised me because the movie How is a tame PG-13. Very tame. What is PG-13 about that movie? Oh, I guess some of the death scenes with Rita. Yeah, then talking about jerking off a cow. True. Oh, yeah. Milk the cow. True. Okay, I mean... I can see that. I, I, I swear to God, if we don't get a power... At the same time, there are sequel. a lot of PG-13 movies of the same vein that make a lot of money. Like, pretty much all of the... I honestly think it's an excuse on their part. Yeah, I'm it, like, most of the... Pretty much all the Marvel movies are PG-13. Yeah. They're not PG. And kids go... Yeah, and what parents are really, like... Like, I'm sure there's a segment of parents are like that, but what parents are really, like... In today's society... Power yeah. Rangers, you're, PG thirteen. You're only, you're only eleven. I don't know if I could take you to this. Yeah, get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 see think, what you're trying I think to do, he's but... just making an excuse. But yeah, people. I mean, they're still saying, hoping that uh, a sequel is going to happen because you know the Blu-ray is about to come out next week. <laughs> if they don't get a sequel, but Transformers does, this, the world ain't right. <laughs> the world ain't right <laughs> at all. There's only one fucking kids movie about giant transforming robots in 2017 that I care about, and it is Power Rangers, <laughs> not Transformers. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, what else? Uh, they just came out. This actually dropped today during the podcast. Uh, Justice League is rumored to have their next trailer is going to have Superman in it, and he's going to be in a black the suit. Black suit. <laughs> they couldn't hold their Superman wad, huh? <laughs> they couldn't hold on to it. It's like fuck it. We gotta give it out. We gotta give it up. We gotta let everybody know he's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it says. Uh, Hope it's not like Doomsday. Well, now a new rumor suggests. That is about to change as the next trailer will feature the character, black suit, beard, and all. Hmm. And you straight out said it. It's not like a maybe. And it says, the preview starts with the same footage of Batman recruiting the Flash, then logos. We cut to a montage of the team. Bruce talking to Diana at some, at some kind of museum. Cyborg looking depressed as he walks through the hall on what just happened my phone okay as he walks through the hall of a high school apparently we see him use some kind of holographic projection to blend in with a voiceover from victor saying i've never been asked this i didn't want to be something i don't know then we then see aquaman and atlantis uh, talking to volco i don't know who that is who's played by william defoe about his destiny we see a mother box being guarded by Atlantean soldiers when out of nowhere there's an attack. Steppenwolf takes the mother box. Aquaman swims after him. Steppenwolf throws his axe at Aquaman and in slow motion, Arthur dodges it. We cut to Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Cyborg being overwhelmed by parademons and in some kind of tunnel, the tunnel floods and Aquaman shows up to save the team. We get dre- we get the dress like a bat. I can dig it. Then Aquaman asks if Batman can help. We cut to the team entering the Batcave as Flash geeks out. Uh, blah blah. blah. I'm gonna skip all this till we get to the Superman part. I was kind of captivated. Uh, uh, where is where is the Superman and part? Superman shows up and he's like, "Am I late or something?" Like that? Blah blah blah. Flash. The we get a just motion. we get a Justice League title <laughs> card. We get a Justice League title card. Batman is driving towards some kind of ship when Superman in the black suit, beard and mullet lands right in front of it. Again. Red eyes and an evil smirk. Uh, of course. And of course. Uh, wait, wait. And of course, fire in the background. Uh, <laughs> raining ash. Sound kind of BVS here. Uh, it says, great visual shot. I'll be the judge of that. While Batman has this look. look cool. While Batman has this look of, oh shit. And the, tra- and the trailer ends. Well, we've been here before, folks. <laughs> Another evil Superman. 
More Henry Cavill as the most hopeful Superman yeah. in cinematic history. I'm like, then we have that oh shit moment where he ripped off the Batmobile. It's like, the same shit. Maybe yeah. it's supposed to be like reminiscent of that. I'm sure, I'm sure all the fanboys would be like, oh, it's just like the last scene. It's awesome. But it's like. No, it's not awesome. I'm so tired. Fucking. Awesome he, he was it. evil before he was evil. What does that say? Yeah, he was. Uh, next set of news. Watchmen is apparently being rebooted for a, as a TV series for HBO. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah, that would be nice because Warshat needs long form. And I uh, love the, um, the the video motion comic of the uh, of the comic. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean I've read the comic too, it, but um, it's long. It it's 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 like Game of Thrones audiobook long. <laughs> <laughs> But it's awesome. It's really And uh, Damon Lindhoff, who's the showrunner of The Leftovers, and he was also the showrunner of Lost, okay. he's yeah. being projected to helm the Watchmen TV series for HBO. No Zack Snyder at all? Mm, they don't mention Zack Snyder, no. Okay. I, I like Watchmen by Zack Snyder, so... Some of the scenes were kind of meh, but most of it was super accurate to the comic, and even improved upon the comic in some ways, so... Mm. Uh, next set of news Han Solo movie oh yes yeah. lost his director <laughs> the funny directors yeah the ones that we Lego. like Lego movie and all the other Phil things Phil Lord and fun. Chris Miller yeah because uh, the the writer Lawrence Kasdan they were clashing with with each other because apparently I guess Phil Lord and uh, Chris Miller wanted to make it more of a comedy so they were trying to insert jokes into yeah they were trying the to make it more they were trying to make the the character more comedic mm-hmm. and that's, that's not the script that he intended so they butt they butted heads and they got dropped yeah really for quote unquote for quote unquote creative differences but the drama behind fired, that <laughs> the drama behind that is I'm pretty sure you guys have had meetings before you guys got hired it's kind of like originally like Ava DuVernay for example was supposed to do uh, Black Panther before Ryan Coogler but Marvel and Kevin Feige and them they didn't see eye to eye so she didn't get she didn't jump on board and then they hired Ryan Coogler Mm -hmm. so obviously they had meetings the meetings mesh the movie was fi- the movie started filming in January. Yeah, like why is this? Thing, is we're six now? months. We we're late? six months. Yeah, we're six yeah, months we're into the movie. The why production. all of a sudden now it's like we don't agree? I'm confused. Was just a bunch of pickup shots he wanted to do that were like just adding comedic beats and we're like no fuck that. So yeah, it's like you it's got pretty late in the production. Yeah, you agree. You agreed with the vision beforehand. Why all of a sudden now you're having a problem? Maybe they didn't like. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes when you put a movie together, you look at it after the fact, and you go like, "Well, it's missing some stuff here and there and there and there." And but maybe, they're still shooting. Like they're comedy. still shooting. Like yeah, it's I not like know. they're doing like reshoots and then they're doing, like doing editing and they're changing it to make it more comedic. Like the movie's halfway done by this point. Yeah. So. Huh. I don't know. It's one of those things that like, and I, I it it sucks because you'll never really know. What the difference between this like, Ron Howard singing? Yeah, I was gonna it. say. And then the next thing, like Ron Howard is now the new director. So it's like the old blood versus the new blood. They, they kicked out the new blood. It was like we want an old head in here. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's hard because like I kind of agree. Well, with that the, is, it kind of creates like a Justice League effect. Well, I'm like, well, will you be able to tell like what point Ron uh, Howard yeah. comes in and or like like where Zack Snyder ends and Joss Whedon begins? Like, will you be able to do the same thing with? I feel like people to see parts of it. I mean. I, I'm not so familiar with Ron Howard's work that I can like be like, oh, that's a Ron Howardism right there. But like, um, what was it uh, Edward Wright? 
and Ant-Man. Yeah, but... Same deal. The thing is... Like, there, he, there are elements of Ant-Man that's like, oh, what's kind of... But, but the difference is, like, he left... Like, the movie weren't... The movie wasn't, like, six months in. Like, he no, left pretty no. much... He left right at the beginning, more or less. Yeah. Like, he wrote the script, but the movie hadn't started... And they started casting, but they hadn't really started filming yet before he left. Agreed. So, yeah, that's, like... It's weird. <laughs> I feel like you will be able to tell. I mean, but I would like to know... Like you'll never actually know, have a comparison to know what it could have been and what the difference is now that Ron Howard is taking over. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to know, but as it stands, I, I have faith in Star Wars. How do you feel about Ron Howard, like Ron Howard specifically being the new director? I don't really have feelings about it either way, honestly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, neither do I, I. I like Chris Lord and Phil Miller, so I care more about them leaving than Ron Howard taking over. But I also have faith in the Star Wars and Marvel creative camps i mean how so, like, i feel like whatever vision that the overall structure has that's that's i, I kind of have faith in that i mean it's already six months since so are they actually gonna keep what they have left i would assume so you wouldn't know though somehow... you wouldn't i mean i assume they're gonna keep most of it but like because yeah cause for them because for, so, cause for them to start all over from scratch that would be a lot of money that they yeah. have to put into it and I doubt they're going to and I do, even the actors I doubt they're going to want to go back to the beginning like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they have schedules that they yeah. have like they have other projects I mean how you feel about Ron Howard anybody else have feelings on that I mean I, I don't yeah I mean I'm no, I know I've seen some of the movies he's done like uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas uh that's a weird one to pull. <laughs> That's the, that was the first one that popped into my head. Uh, da Vinci Code. I only saw the first Da Vinci Code. Yeah, I only saw the first Da Vinci Code too. Which I don't really remember that much. Yeah, I don't really remember that, that much. A while ago. I mean, like, like I said, I, I, at least I knew Chris Lord and Phil Miller. And, like, oh, I, and I know Apollo, the Yeah, stuff. Apollo 13. Yeah. I've seen that. But most, most of his movies I haven't seen. But I also couldn't see them trying to make this thing a, a mile a minute joke fest with like Han Solo. But I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what they're trying to do? Yeah, Han Solo's not even really a jokey. I mean, he has sarcastic. Yes, he's, he he's sarcastic, not, but he's not jokey. No. He's not quizzy. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's, he's a young Han Solo. Maybe it's before he became a jaded, a jaded scoundrel. You know what I mean? Like, and Honestly, truth of the matter is, like, who? I mean, of course, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be excited. But I, I'd rather see other movies than the Han Solo solo movie. You're doing for all the old heads that have... It's, it's about the Han Solo brand, all right? That's all it's about. I'd rather get an Obi-Wan before this movie. I agree with that. I, rather, was, I was on the desert for like 20 years. I'd rather get a, I'd rather get a Mace Windu prequel. <laughs> that would be dope. They'll never do that. I mean, a they're, fucking young yeah, they're Sam not, Jackson. They're, they're, they're just Jackson. like... What? They're just like, we'll give you a comic series. Because they're doing... Yeah, I mentioned that before, like a couple weeks ago, that they're doing a Mace Windu. Who cast as a young Sam Jackson? Uh, who would I cast? I don't know. Cottonmouth. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. I mean, he's, he's not, not that, that much Yeah, he's not that young. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who out of cast is a Jimmy young, young Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. Makai Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, if I get a, a, a Mace Window movie of him punching the shit out of Mex with his bare hands, force punches, that should be amazing. I'm all on board with that. Uh, next thing, Pat, uh, Patty Jenkins is working on the Wonder Woman sequel. Okay. Already, with uh, with Jeff Johns, they're working on the script. Okay. But the weird thing about that is, because a lot of people, 
when they when they talked about it, they're like, oh yeah, so Patty Jenkins has been confirmed to be because I remember before that she wasn't uh, confirmed yeah. to be on the sequel. But the weird thing about it is that I haven't really seen anybody talk about is she's been confirmed to write the script. It doesn't say she's confirmed as the director. Oh. Oh no. So, uh, so she, she didn't even do that in the last movie. She wasn't the writer of the script. No, she wasn't the writer of the. Alan Heinberg was the writer of the last movie. It was three men. <laughs> three yeah. dudes wrote one. So that's that has me a little concerned because why would it only say she's confirmed to write the next Wonder Woman movie, not write and direct? Oh, you weird. have a perfect recipe. Why you not carry that through? I what you mean keep the exact same positions for no, people? No, just let her you oh, know like write and direct it. Well, but she didn't even write before. I I, I, I see what I you're saying. At least let her direct it then. Yeah, I, though I would like her to. I, I don't know what her writing is like. That's why I'm like I'm like I don't know if I how I feel about her writing it. But I also would take out Zack. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fan so I'm boys. thinking maybe take out Zack Snyder because that Doomsday shit. Fuck that. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe I don't know, just because they have to get the script first and there's no movie for her to direct yet. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's still weird because they announce directors before the movie, like before the movie starts shooting anyway like like Captain Marvel hasn't shot yet but we already know who the director is yeah which I can't think who's her name off the top of my head uh, maybe they're just negotiating for more money who knows <laughs> so that's that, that's one thing I found weird but at least she's right at least she's writing it her and Jeff Johns he's, he even came out and said Patty and I are writing the treatment right now the shut goal, up Jeff Johns the goal I heard that shit before Ben Affleck in your Batman movie right yeah <laughs> day one rewrite get the fucking page one rewrite get the fuck out of here so uh, but with that said uh, in the uh with keeping with Wonder Woman news, uh, Warner Brothers is looking to cast two big female leads opposite of Wonder Woman. So I'm thinking it either maybe Cheetos and Cersei, if, if they're talking about like characters, or I don't know if they're talking about two big actresses. Oh, I don't know. I mean, the only villain I really know from Wonder Woman's Rogues Gallery is Cheetah and, and Wonder and uh, Ares. So they you're, did Ares. You don't even know Cersei. They did Cersei in the Justice League cartoon. But that was the episode. Like that was the episode that Batman sang. Oh, I know. But she's end. not. He's not a big villainous to me. She. Well, she's a. She's one of big Wonder Woman's big. Uh, I said that I know. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Ares yeah. and Cheetah. I got two. Yeah. All right. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Cersei. That you say it's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was an episode. But when I think Wonder Woman, I think those two characters. And funny enough, which I hope, I hope not. But uh, Gal Gadot actually came out a while ago and said uh, she would love for Halle Berry. To what? To be in the movie. As what? As her love interest. Huh? What? Yeah. Huh? Quote. Uh, uh, huh? How did that even come up? Gal Gadot, <laughs> Gal Gadot said while she was promoting the movie that she would love Halle Berry to be in the film playing her love interest. That's it? Yep. And it says, it remains to be seen whether the big female lead, quote, big female lead, will be featured as a villain or a love interest or a hero. So Gal Gadot had a few drinks one night. She saw Catwoman and was like, you know who'd be awesome as Cheetah? <laughs> which, which, actually, which, actually, which actually made me go, huh, not for Holly Berry, but I was like, actually, you know, it would be a very interesting dynamic for, because Cheetah is like her main arch nemesis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, actually, it would be kind of interesting if it was like a lover turned, turned nemesis. Oh, that would be an interesting plot. Be cool. Like if Barbara Minerva started as her, like her lover mm-hmm. and then she got infected by the cheetah god or whatever that's so stupid i hate that shit but yeah <laughs> so you think, how would you feel about Halle berry as cheetah 
Oh hell no. no! I'm not talking about Holly Berry. I'm not talking about Holly. Wow. I'm not talking about Holly Berry. So fast. But I'm just talking about the fact. I'm just talking about the love. The because Diana is a candid. She is pansexual. Yeah. So that would be interesting to see. So you want you want Halle Berry to be a throwaway love I interest? I didn't say Halle Berry. I said for a female oh, love so interest. Taking this news for Halle Berry yeah. and be like, I'm, fuck ta- that I'm, shit. I'm not taking Halle Berry. I'm fuck Halle. <laughs> you like the concept? Yeah, I like the concept. Okay. I don't know. I would kind of like to see Halle Berry reprise her role as Catwoman because she's actually no. a better cheater than she is Catwoman in that Get movie. <laughs> no. I'm perfect Wonder Woman. <laughs> what? You have failed. <laughs> this podcast. You've ruined my plans. I can't even do the plan. I can't do that. You have, you have failed this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm not the brains. I'm sorry. See? <laughs> <laughs> I dumb others. Uh, yeah. I want Halle Berry to be a cheater. <laughs> Give Diana a girlfriend in the sequel. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, have you guys ever seen like uh, the Batman Mask of Phantasm animated movie? Yes. Back Blue in the Ray. 90s. Yeah, it's coming out on Blu-ray. That is cool. So that that'd be cool. cool. Look out for that. I think it's in July. I, the, the date lost because my screen just went black, so I can't pull up the date. No, tell me again when they put um, Return of Joker on Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Wait, uh, is it on Blu-ray? Let me say that shit. I'm just Continue. Uh, next set of news. Uh, they are continuing to expand the John Wick universe. Uh, Greg, more than the TV show that you talk about. More, more than the TV show is okay. becoming a comic book series now. Jesus, Christ. I'm getting, I'm getting everything I wished for. <laughs> Keanu Reeves getting paid. <laughs> He's like, yo, bitches. I'm so it's gonna be money. It's gonna be written by Greg Pak, who also wrote uh, Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. And he's also writing uh, Totally Awesome Hulk, Amadeus Cho. That's where you, most people probably know him from. Okay. So it's going to be a John Wick origin story. And that's, Oh, fuck. It is on Blu-ray. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so it is on Blu-ray. Yeah, Return of the Joker is. Once again, I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the, the John Wick comic book series, which drops in September... It's gonna be an origin story. It will tell this. It will tell a new story while being intertwined with flashbacks to Wick's origin, as well as details about the surprisingly wild mythology that punctuates the assassin underworld Wick retired from before the events of the films. So yeah, origin story. Lots, lots of prequels. I feel yeah. like everything in this John Wickiverse is all prequels, right? Yeah, because we don't know how the third movie is gonna end. It's well, Tim versus so, all the assassins right now. So. Yeah. I think he's going to team up with Jason Statham and, <laughs> and Vin Diesel and it's going to be the most amazing crossover between Transporter and Fast and the Furious. Maybe. Fuck, you know, I was making a joke, but now that I say that out loud, I kind of <laughs> want to see that. <laughs> so keep more uh, comic book news. Uh, Marvel, after this whole uh, Secret Empire thing is over with, with Hydra Captain America, yeah. they are going to cut back a lot of their t- they're going to cancel and cut back a lot of their titles hmm. nice to I say know. that but it's all the minority characters <laughs> pretty much uh, do you have a list Miles is gone no it doesn't say don't what, say that are you serious and, and I'm just saying I'm just saying oh. Oh, no I'm just going I'm just going about when you said they're going to cut all the minority characters I'm like Miles is gone that's come, like the minority character Miss, if you cut him out it's over Kamala, Kamala Khan is gone Moon Girl is gone Ironheart is gone oh my god you get canceled like Oprah you get canceled you get a car you get canceled you get canceled I can see Ironheart getting canceled well Ironheart is selling pretty well though oh it is yeah oh thank god that's awesome yeah I was saying that because she's the newest (laughs) 
like truth of the matter is like the 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 cat like miles kamala khan they're doing the best they're all yeah they're doing the comics i heard i've seen your reviews like even even jane even jane foster thor yeah because they're different like it's it's not like it's not like the highest selling but it's still it's doing pretty well yeah especially for characters don't have like big brand names i mean they they're in the place of characters that have brands but you know then they they themselves aren't the brand name characters but like marvel right now has like I don't know the exact number, but they have like fifty titles going on. Like, if you want to try to, if you want to, I don't know if that's the exact number, but they have a lot of, of yeah, they have a lot of books all going on right now. So they said, like, right now they're they're gonna cut back, and each character instead of having like like Spider Man has two books. Uh, I think somebody else has uh, the couple characters have two books. Each character is only gonna have one. Okay. As opposed to, you know, like Black Panther had three at one point. Then two of them got canceled. Which... Well, that's why. <laughs> Juggling three books at once. So also next at uh, comic book news, Wonder Woman is getting a new creative team in September because right now it's written by Greg Rucker. Okay. And they're getting a new creative team. It's going to be James Robinson, Carlos Pagulian. Go back, go back, go back real quick to the Marvel news. Just because I had a question. Because Captain America is a Nazi and that's not yeah. okay. What was, you know what I'm talking about? We had a yeah. conversation. What was, what was the what was the the alternative? Like people were more okay with Captain America being a Nazi than if he then was having a, having a gay. Being oh, gay. A boyfriend, had a boyfriend. Oh, like how do you feel about that? Because we and her were talking about it, and it was like, you know, they made Captain America a fucking Nazi, but they came out and said that he loved Bucky. How much of a fucking like issue would that be? Mm-hmm. Like, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like like oh he's Nazi. Ah, oh, sucks, but whatever. He's gay. What the fuck? Why? It only makes sense too with Bucky. Like. Yeah. Because also, I, I think part of it is because at the end of the day, people know the Nazi thing is not going to last. Like it's going to go back. But, but they're they afraid make him, the gay thing. Yeah, but if they make thing. him gay, that's permanent. Or even not even gay, but bisexual. That's true. Perm- that's and permanent. So what? They, they're not going to like that. Wild. I think we're talking more so the MCU though, right? When we heard the conversation, we're talking about. Well, yeah. If you're if you're was, if you're, if you're talking about the MCU, it'll make more sense because that forced love interest that they had with Sharon Carter, the, like yeah. that was. I don't like it. It was very forced. It I came don't out. Like of, it. it came out of nowhere. There was no real build up to it. All of a sudden, it's just. Meanwhile, he's fighting for his real love interest the whole movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> just like you are my mission. <laughs> just like, hey, Cap, I got your shield. Now, sh- now, plan a kiss on me, baby. It's like, <laughs> what? Where did this come from? <laughs> kiss Bucky. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, Bucky's in back seat. Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> you <laughs> broke me out of jail, brother. We had something. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not even gonna get on it. I could rant about that. I know. <laughs> we we had a little conversation about it because it I forgot how it even came up, but it was just like I a saw thing. an article on uh, Facebook. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's just. I was like, man, they they made Captain America Nazi, and it was like kind of like a in the zeitgeist of America, it was kind of like a blip, like taking him, the the symbol of America. I mean, there are people that had issues with it. No, no, I'm saying, but in the grand scheme of things, it was a blip compared to what I think it was like in the fourth Captain America movie. Oh, turns out he actually loves Bucky. That was his one true love. It'd be all over the fucking news. It was Nazi was in news too, oh, but I'm yeah. saying like articles everywhere. <laughs> so what? Yeah, I mean, of course it was. Yeah. Give it a break. I'm for it. I think it makes more sense for the character. Yeah, even Ian McKellen actually. Now that you bring that up, he came out and said like, when like he he's like, when is there going to be a gay superhero in mm-hmm. the movies? Yeah, I remember reading the article. Like, too. it's about time. I'm, he pulled I'm, that plane back for him. I, <laughs> I, I, he I'm just, that plane like, I yeah. love you, bitch. Come back to me. And, and yeah, I, even, like, I mentioned. I, I think I mentioned. I mentioned this on one of our podcasts <laughs> before. I was like. 
there's like no because I would like because I see a couple people saying oh I'm going to cosplay as Midnight or I'm going to cosplay as Apollo I'm going to cosplay as Wiccan these are like gay white superheroes and I was like huh because I because after I saw that status I was like I would actually like to cosplay as a gay character but there are no gay black superheroes this was before the this was before the announcement of Aqualad yeah, yeah. I was like there are no gay black superheroes for me to cosplay hmm I mean, okay <laughs> you say this but you know if the fuck the part is even if Chris Evans Captain America was like you know revealed to be gay yeah and you cosplayed him they'd be like but he ain't black though yeah. <laughs> he still wouldn't win I, I agree it's like what the fuck there's <laughs> tears there's like there's levels to this shit but I was like that's kind of that's funny though cause I'm like they have, they, they have a couple not a lot but that was like for the most part they have a gay character of every race mm. but I was like but there are no gay black superheroes like I said, this is before the Aqualad announcement came out. Someone heard that complaint. Who's the superhero? Grace Troy, who's dating Thunder. Uh, black, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you look at her face. She's like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, that? Grace Troy is the the girlfriend of Anissa Pierce, who's dating. Uh, she's Thunder in the Black Lightning, Black Lightning's daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, then there's also Jimmy Woo. He's bisexual. He's like an agent of Shield. Both of us. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> face like I, who are these people yeah. <laughs> these are the names that people list when you ask about black characters yeah. in DC yeah, yeah, like, yeah I mean yeah uh, they're like they're no they're nobody characters but they Rattlesnake okay. <laughs> yeah it's like what, what? They're, they're nobody characters but they exist for the most part I mean there's some argument about Hero Cruz being black but he's not he's he's like Hero Cruz he's, he's not he's Hispanic yeah mm. that sounds like Hispanic so but yeah I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna harp on. It. Okay, sorry. Harp sorry, on I derailed you. Yeah, <laughs> just a random thought. Going back to so yeah, going back to the Wonder Woman. Uh, Jason Robinson. They they're taking over Greg Rucker. Uh, they're gonna their first first arc is gonna focus on because Diana has a twin brother, which annoys me because how because uh, Hippolyta had another uh, Hippolyta had another child with uh, with Zeus, and basically at the same because they're twins. Basically at the same time, Diana came first. And then he came after, and then he got kidnapped or hidden or whatever. I don't know. No what the ba- I don't know what the backstory of. I don't know what the backstory of it, it came out during uh, Dark Side War. Nobody talked. But they're gonna they're gonna focus on him. That's gonna be their first arc in September. Hmm? The fuck? I have little kids running. Children of the Corn. <laughs> Wait, his, his name is actually Jason Woman. Jason Woman. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> no, it's not. It's Jason Woman. What is woman her last name? I don't understand. I don't know. I guess Hippolyta Woman. I don't know. <laughs> What? That's so <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna. But that kind of annoys me because I kind of, because I feel like, because essentially, I kind of feel like it's taking the Wonder Woman mythos and focusing on the male character, like they're adding a male to her story. Why? Yeah. And not only just that, but like they got rid of like Nubia was her twin sister. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. happened with now that? Now you get rid of Nubia, and now you get. Another white guy. Yeah, another white guy. Because as if we don't have enough of those guys. As if we don't have enough of those white male superheroes. We don't have a Superman, so now we need a Wonder Man. And I don't even know if he's going to be a superhero or an antagonist. Probably an antagonist. And I mean, granted, I don't know how the story comes. Like, the story could come out and I might love it, but at the same time, just... Once again, give us. Can we get Nubia back? (laughs) No. And can we expand on her story? (laughs) Yeah, we wish. Uh... Final two things of news. Uh, another comic book set of news. Uh, starting in September, because Tim Drake has been MIA. He's been kidnapped by Mr. Oz. Oh, yeah. yeah. And cool, cool, which, dead. Tim Drake is my Robin. 
it. He's my favorite Robin. So really? finally, yeah. Fuck you, Dick Grayson. <laughs> Dick Grayson. No. I like Dick Grayson as Nightwing. It's but all about Dick. <laughs> you like that dick? I'm all yeah. about that dick. <laughs> I would agree with that, but... <laughs> In terms of Robins, I like Tim Drake. Okay. I like I, Tim not Dick, Dick, Dick Grayson can stay as Nightwing. Actually, Damien. I prefer Damien as Nah, I like Tim. Damien. All about that Tim. All about that Tim. But yeah, he's he's gonna come back in a, in a central way. It says uh, it's gonna be called a lonely place of living, which is a throwback uh, to his first. Yeah, that was his first uh, appearance. Yeah. It says, it's the story you've demanded where in the world or otherwise, where in the world or otherwise is Tim Drake. Red Robin faces a crossroads, escape the most devious prison ever devised or find himself abandoned beyond time and space for all eternity. Not much of a choice, right? But when he finds out just who is locked mm. in there with him, Tim's world will change in ways he's God. never imagined. Oh dun, dun, dun. This will be one of the biggest stories ever in, re- in Rebirth Era, setting the stage for an explosive detective, detective comics. I'm going to be honest. I'm actually interested in this because just the Rebirth story in general like, has me kind of captivated. I've been catching up in Rebirth recently. I guess we should talk about that maybe next week or something. But uh, I, I like where the story is going. It's mysterious. Mm-hmm. It's retconning things I didn't like from New 52. I mean, it's made things more convoluted because of all these converging timeline bullshit things. But just in general, I mean, I like it. And I, I want to see where the whole thing with Oz and Dr. Manhattan and Izzy Ozymandias and all those things, like all those mysteries get resolved. Dr. Manhattan confuses me. They haven't even revealed yet what his his uh, motivations are. I actually have a theory that it's not going to be Ozymandias. I and I, I actually I really hope they go this route. Okay. Because they me. because they're bringing like all the original Superman mythos back. Like they killed the New Fifty Two Superman. They merged them together. They had the old the New Fifty Two Lois and the, the original Lois come together. Yeah. I am hoping. And 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 I feel like the uh, the Mister Oz guy is pre New Fifty Two Lex Luthor. Ew! Why do you think that? Because I kind of feel like who else but him would be smart enough to be able to pull all these strings together? Because even then, because even like he's like he's able to tap like he has Mister Man- Doctor Manhattan trapped somewhere or whatever so he's like almost siphoning off his power or something like wait, almost he does yeah that's 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 the thing that i read wait i, I didn't know oz had i thought oz and him were it says something about he 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 has, he has this great god-like being trapped or whatever somewhere so i'm thinking who else would it be but dr manhattan ah oh, fuck there there are other god-like beings he has trapped like he had mr miss picklick at one point yeah he did but i'm thinking but even with the, but even going with that like who would be smart enough to trap these super powerful beings but Lex Luthor. But Dr. Manhattan put all this in motion. How was he trapped? He was even like there in the uh, the button crossover when Eobard found him. Yeah, but uh, if you go back to like Secret Wars, the Beyonder set everything in motion but Dr. Doom was able to steal his powers. But those, but these things are happening concurrently. Mm-hmm. Like Dr. Manhattan's, the Dr. Manhattan stuff with the Flash and Reverse Flash is happening at the same time with Oz doing all this other shit. That's why I thought it was a mystery like, is Oz working with Manhattan? Are they working against each other? And maybe it's going to be a confrontation? Like, maybe Oz is putting together this team, mm-hmm. but they, they didn't have it made it. Have they made it clear? I thought they didn't make it clear yet. No, not really. But I, okay. I, like he said, like he said, like I was saying, he has some type of godlike being trapped. So I'm just assuming that it's Dr. Manhattan. I don't think it's Because I'm thinking, who else would it be? I, I feel like Dr. Manhattan is the one that is behind everything. everything. And either Oz is working against him or is working for him. And I think Dr. Manhattan's not even doing it. My theory is, 
Dr. Manhattan's not been doing this from like a, like a place of malevolence. He's just doing it because at the end of Watchmen, he literally tells Ozymandias that, you know, I think I'll create life. Like, oh, it yeah, goes he just off. went off. And yeah. that's how... That's how that story ends. But it's like, what if the life he created was in the universe? Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe... And maybe not even just New 52, but like maybe everything we know of the DC continuity has been Dr. Manhattan creating and then fucking with that reality just to see how people react, like how oh, those characters yeah. react. Maybe. I mean, it's kind of fucked up to be like, wow, these heroes have always been mm. a creation of Dr. Manhattan. But I mean, that's kind of cool. It's kind of meta. Very meta. But I still kind of hope because because they're because like I said, they're bringing back all the old Superman mythos, but yet they still have the New 52 Lex Luthor. True. So... Yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 it for. That's it for news. Yeah, that's it for news. All right, the mystery <coughs> of the button will be resolved. We should do a podcast on the DC Unbutton. Rebirth arc. Not, not even just the button, but that and kind of touch DC on DC Rebirth, Rebirth stuff. Yeah, because that's a big event going on. And we haven't talked about it at all, and I really like it. Um, especially yeah, they, they just dropped uh, Dark Days of the Forge, the next part of the. I haven't read it either, but the next part of the whole button thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. I've been catching up with Titans, which I actually I also like. Even though I guess they they finally depower Wally West because he's been super overpowered since he came back. That whole thing has been awesome though. All right, but let's we'll talk about the next week. We in we in there? Well, can we really talk? Well, about next, next week, week is BlurCon. Oh, thank you for reminding me. For we got here wow. at this almost three hour mark. Maybe I should edit this down. What? We're at the three. Oh, we're at three God. hours. We're almost at three hours, man. Oh. It's, it, we're at yeah, two that's hours why. Because I looked at the clock, I'm like. We, I wanted to get something to eat, but I gotta go. The now. more time we have, the more time we talk. <laughs> we're too thorough in four minutes. I, I was thinking we we're at two hours. No, man, we're at almost three hours here, man. That's ridiculous. It's crazy, dude. We gotta trim it. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know luck. if I can. <laughs> but next I'm week sorry. we'll be at BlurCon, so we'll be having a special BlurCon episode. Live? Live. How are we gonna do it How live? How are we gonna do live? live? I like, um, like, the. Um, I mean, you could Facebook Live at the same time or something, or Instagram Live part of yeah, it. Yeah, you do an Instagram Live, but it won't be a podcast. Or like yeah. YouTube? Oh, there's YouTube Live. Figure it out. You're in charge of that. All right. <laughs> we'll be at Blurred Con. See us out there in Virginia. <laughs> Team Blurred Vision will be there with Con Ramen Studios. We have a... <laughs> I hate we you. Have a... <laughs> I hate you so much. I, I pushed the shower next. <laughs> oh, my God. Jordan, I just swept. My bad. I'm just going I just vacuumed. And that's been a week. <laughs> but we will so, be out there uh, next, next week. week. Count Ramen Studios. See us at that. We have a panel. Me and Jamie will be hosting. Yeah, we have a panel. Yeah, talking about fine fi- uh, fighting in film, basics 101. Yes. Yes. So come find us. Mike will be also there supporting us. Yeah. He's doing news for the podcast. All right, guys. We will see you next week. It's been Blurred Vision. Wait, did I mess it up? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. You want know to say your name? You want know, to bike gay comic geek? Nothing? Plug? Plug? No. No. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Later. We're already three hours. <laughs> Sweet. 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 Clean up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>